Welcome in to another version of the Wiley and Mac Show. Brought to you by absolutely nobody. Woo! <laughs> it's your boys again, Wiley and Mac. How y'all doing? Uh, back for another edition. We've been off for a couple weeks. Mac here had to travel for work. Um, but we are back and we are in action. Uh, how you been, Wiley? Uh, I've been good. Uh, struggling with the temperature changes a little bit. A little nasally, a little sniffly, but not 100%, but I'm going to play through it. You know how that is. You just got to play through it. Uh, how was your working vacation? It was not a vacation. I'm not sure oh, what I mean your that. work your work trip. Uh, well. You get a lot of good work done. One to Florida was all right. Uh, you know, obviously it's Florida, so you can't. Not too bad down Get there. Get some work done around the infinity pool and on some fan boats in the Everglades or yeah, SeaWorld, other, things like the, that. The other one was uh, to uh, Cleveland, Ohio, which no offense to people of Cleveland, but eh, you know. Just Not like, your cup of tea. Uh, no, no offense to the people of Detroit, which I will be visiting tomorrow for a short while. But, I, you know, around. they're actually, they're, 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 they're nice cities. They're just, if, around the city, you know, that kind of thing. But Sure. I don't uh, don't do a lot of sightseeing when I'm in town for work, you know. But uh, but yeah, man, good to be back. We're, we just finished what week six in the NFL here, um, you know. And Got some catching up to do. Yeah, I mean, a lot of things been happening. People are starting to flesh out as far as you know who's who's good, who's not. Or actually, there's still a lot of teams I'm still not sure of. We'll kind of get to that because I think a lot of it for me that's most interesting is the you're looking for those teams that can stay consistent. And not, you know, play well, then have a clunker, and then, you know, and you're, you're starting to see some of that from, from these teams. Well, and, you know, last Thursday was your boy Daniel Jones going to Foxborough. That's a little baptism by fire there, playing the best D in the uh, in the NF and L. Yes. Um, so that was uh, not a very good outcome for him and for the Giants in general. And they were missing Saquon Barkley and his backup, Gallman. Um, they believe they were also definitely – I believe uh, Shepard, uh, uh, Sterling Shepard was out, and they had a lot of yeah. Guys out. The cupboard's pretty bare for them right now. But I don't know if you watched any of that game. You can see that the uh, team definitely has a different look to it as far as their enthusiasm to play. And DJ had a rough time, but you can see like on the one touchdown pass he had. I mean, he dropped a dime right in a tough spot. So the tools are there. I'm, I'm, uh, I'm happy where he's at, and he's going to take his lumps. I mean, I think he's just struggling with some decision-making right now, which is, you know, normal for, for a rookie quarterback. Well, the good news for him is, is Saquon's coming back. Uh, Ingram's playing, or he practiced today. Both, Singer, both Ingram and Saquon practiced today. So, And the other good news is you're not playing the Patriots in Foxborough. You're playing uh, Arizona yeah. uh, in MetLife. So uh, that's a little bit different scenario. I would expect his numbers to look uh, to look much improved this week. So Then uh, they also get back, uh, was it Golden Taint? Yeah, he's back. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So, he made uh, some big grabs, too. Yeah. Looks like he's going to help them. Yeah, he did. Uh, then there was an early morning game on Sunday, which I completely forgot about. Oh, um, Wolves of London. Yeah, I mean, uh, so Tampa Bay played Panthers. I, I bet Jameis Winston wished he would have forgot about it because uh, he oh, threw five man. picks. Not one pick, not two pick, not three, not, not three. pick, but five pick. I believe six total turnovers. Yeah, he was I pretty. Mean, uh... He was pretty bad. Um, Four hundred yards, but uh, you know. 
probably threw an extra 150 to the other team. So yeah, you know. yeah. How about them Panthers though, huh? I'm telling you, huh? man. Who needs Cam Newton? I huh? go, I go huh? back to huh? the the Giants with Daniel Jones, and some, you get these young guys, enthusiastic guys that are just hungry to get at their chance to go in there and play, and you'll see that you know sometimes the entire team just gets a a newfound youthful enthusiasm about them. And I think you're seeing that with the Panthers. I think they're in kind of a real picadillo here yeah, because, I mean, uh, you know, at this point, they, uh, you know, Cam's going to come back soon. Sure. I think soon. And he, anyway. he was, the, you know, Cam has been the face of that franchise. He was their leader. And he wasn't good mentally or physically. And that takes its toll on the rest of the guys. You almost can't not play him. But at the same time, the way Kyle Allen's playing, the way that team's playing, it's not just Kyle Allen. It's not like he's putting together stupendous numbers. It's just the way the team's playing around. Sure. Him. But, you know, I, it wouldn't shock me to see in, in week eight because I believe they have the bye this week. So I think the plan probably originally was for Cam to, to wait out through the bye. But they're four and two. And, you know, who plays week eight? In San Francisco, I do not know because if you're the coach, you're going. Why would I mess with a good thing? You know what I'm right, saying? Right, right, yeah. So uh, that's you know, is it fair to Cam and Eli and some of these guys were the kind of enthusiasm, lack of effort, or whatever you want to call it? They were good. Well, I mean, the probably not. But the I difference mean, between Cam and Eli is, I think when Cam's healthy, he's a phenomenal athlete. He's still got sure. a lot left in the tank. Eli's been done for a few years. Yeah, I, so, I think but. there's a lot more going on with uh, Cam Newton than what we all I know. think he's kind of a head case. I do, too. I think he's I a think. prima donna that's been, you know, babied and pampered. And I you think know. he's feeling – it seems to me like he, he's not happy that he's not getting the superstar kind of treatment and in I, the rest of the league. I think he's one of those guys, too, that, like, he could win and – and be mad because he didn't have certain stats or whatever. So what or you're he saying is he's one, he's one of those and guys play a good would, game. And be like, well, yeah. I played good. He just I, and I don't know him, but right. I just right. kind of get that. You get sense that feel. About, like, yeah. You know, the guy that the old saying goes, "You'd rather look good and lose than look bad and win." Yeah, because he he always looks good with them outfits for sure. The but, hats hats are off the chart. But so Panthers got some decisions to make off in their bye week here, so that'll be pretty interesting. We'll follow that one. But uh, Seahawks beat the Brownies 32-28 to in Cleveland. In Cleveland. Uh, I watched that one. Uh, Russell Wilson doing his thing. Having uh, a the, hell of a year. The Browns jumped out early, and you thought, uh-oh, because I, I bet on the Seahawks. And uh, so I'm thinking, oh, man, because it was like 20-3 to or 21-3 or something like that. And it was like, oh, no, you know. And then Freddie Soup Kitchens and Baker and crew just – Come uh, on, boys, let's get in the kitchen. Well, see, the thing is, is, you know, you'd have thought getting a lead like that, there would have been more Nick Chubb, all Nick sure. Chubb. Yeah, he'd have 32 carries. And he had a good game because I, I got him in fantasy, so obviously I was paying attention to that. But he had 20 carries. How does your main running back, you know, your only running back, because he was the only one that ran a ball besides Baker, have 20 carries in a game where you had an early lead? How? Right. Why do you keep throwing the ball? I don't understand it. But. I don't have the, the stats in front of me, so I'm, I'm, I have to ask, well, what happened then? They had an early lead. Turnovers. And it sounds to me like turnovers uh, must Baker, have come Baker threw three picks. And, three uh, more picks. And, uh, and then Chubb did lose a fumble, but, uh, you know, you, you can't throw picks if you're pounding, pounding, pounding the ball. And I, and I understand that you got to mix it up 
I, I'm one that I, I'm not saying you go completely conservative and just run it every time, but you get a big early no, lead. But yeah, I mean, Nick Chubb should have had thirty some carries. The emphasis should have been Chubb and his backup. Sure, you know, but the emphasis should have been on running the ball, and it just wasn't. So I what was was the head chef of the kitchen at the post game going, man, it's on me. Put that on me. Well, and he used a uh, a challenge that he could have used at the end of the game. So he used one because it looked like Jarvis Landry crossed the broke the plane. So the the ref said he was down, didn't break the plane. Um, I thought it looked like he broke the plane. So I'm not saying it was a necessarily a bad challenge, but because you used it, you didn't have one at the end of the game when you really needed it and could have used it. So I don't know. I, I think Kitchens, I keep saying this, is in over his head. They got a lot of talent. Uh, they really should not be in the position that they're in right now, which is two and four. Hey, so. uh, Mac, I want all our fans to know that I had jotted down some stats and info on Superstar Baker. But I decided I chose not to bring them to the show tonight because I don't want them to seem like I'm picking on the kid. But uh, not that I believe, you know, more interceptions than anybody in the last 18 games in the NFL. Well, I can tell you I've got him in fantasies on one of the teams, and I've tried to dump him because he's just unreliable. Unlike Mr. Russell Wilson, who keeps proving wow. that uh, – if he's not in the first or second slot of the MVP conversation, oh, I don't absolutely. know who is. He threw for 295 and two touchdowns and also ran for 31 in the score and just did Russell Wilson things. I mean, you know. And the Seahawks, you know, I had him at fantasy quarterback the last couple of years, so this is not unusual for them to get down early and then come storming back. That's just kind of did, – uh, Did you get the sense at all that a lot of people were – ready to consider Russell Wilson like an afterthought, like with such a big change of personnel and, and their roster turn, turnover and whatnot. I mean, this shows you that this guy is a Hall of Fame, I mean, talent. He's a bad man. Well, and it reminds me a lot of Tom Brady's career because Brady early in his career was a game manager. They ran the ball bit, yeah. and just don't screw it up. And he was not a good fantasy quarterback because he didn't throw enough, definitely didn't throw enough touchdowns. Uh, Wilson was kind of similar. They won with Marshawn Lynch running the ball. They won with defense. And, he, you know, just don't screw it up, kid. Basically, was the way it was. And, and now he's the man. I mean, it's built around him, and he's a stud. So. Absolutely. But So the Seahawks are definitely looking good uh, in the, in the uh, NFC West out there. Next up was one of the more exciting games, although Seahawks-Browns was definitely one of the more exciting games. But Texans went into Kansas City and wind up pulling it out 31-24. Deshaun Watson. I'm telling you. Another MVP candidate. Yes, sir. My man. This kid, I'm telling you, I, I love my Colts. We, you know that. But Deshaun Watson and Patrick Mahomes for the next decade – I mean, if you're if you're an NFL fan, it doesn't just it just doesn't look any better than that. Well, I mean, he th- he threw two picks, but you almost didn't notice it watching the game because, yeah, I mean, you don't want to see your quarterback throwing picks, but he just does everything you need to when he when you need him to. He threw for 280 yards, touchdown, but he also ran for 42 yards and two scores. Uh, so he- you know, I just remember there was one particular play where he dropped back. They were on the 10, and he just yep. He saw green in front of him and went for it, and he's yeah. he's athletic enough. Nobody could touch him. I think know, it's so. scary to say that Watson, I mean, this kid Watson, he might not have been better than we thought he was going to be. Yeah, he's and, you know he was a he's an elite prospect coming out of college. Man, I, he's, I, he's a real deal. I think one of the things that might 
be improving as the season goes along as their offensive line because they were awful to start Absolutely. the season. He was getting knocked down, running around, and you know they got Laramie Tunsil. So you know it's going to take yeah, him so a little time. Got to be doing some good things for them though because the, yeah, the production so has gotten better. Definitely helped. Uh, Mahomes didn't have a bad game. Uh, he just wasn't on the field. Houston, had, Houston had the ball eighty or uh, like something like eighty plays to like forty two for Kansas. They kind of did basically the same thing the Colts many. did to him, but even better. They basically did because they ran no. ran for one hundred ninety two yards, kept Mahomes on the sideline. I mean, Mahomes still threw for three touchdowns, but you know they. Houston held him to 53 yards on the ground, and just if you keep Patrick Mahomes on the sideline, yeah. he can't kill you. You know, I, I think it's very interesting for the Chiefs moving forward because if their defense can't play any better against the run, and I mean, because their offense, they're going to give you 25 to 35 points a game. I think that's a given. But if they can't play against the run on defense any better and, and stop people, you know. Well, that's two weeks in a row, and that's two losses in a row for them that they've not been able to stop the run. So. We know we all know how this is going to go. And every, every other team is going to try to mimic the same thing. Run the ball against them, get pressure on Mahomes, keep him off the field. I mean, this is what they're going to see. And, and the Patriots did it to them last year, yeah. too, so I'm not going to give the Colts credit for inventing that. But uh, I am. But Houston moves to 4-2. and two. Kansas City drops to 4-2. and two. Kansas City was everybody's favorite team to be – uh, one of the top two teams in the AFC with the Patriots, and to now unseat the Patriots. You know, yeah. now they've not only did they lose two, they lost two at home. So, yep. you know, I mean, it's they're very beatable at this point. Absolutely. Uh, unlike these next two teams, who are basically unstoppable, <laughs> the Redskins and the Dolphins. Uh, somebody had to win, folks. Somebody oh, had wish you to could see win. The smile on my face right now. Uh, somebody uh, had uh, to win. Uh. But here's the funny thing: the speculation was because it ended 17-16. Dolphins scored at the end, went for two. Because at this point, why the hell wouldn't you go? For why two? not? What's, what's yeah. the point of kicking the exactly. extra point going to overtime? Nobody wants to watch you two play any <laughs> longer than a half. A lot of the speculation was that the play was called as basically like a bubble screen to I think Kenyon Drake or one of the backs. Like, and there was like no is. blocker. <laughs> <laughs> it's a play that's not even in their goal, like red zone. It's almost like yeah, do not score here, you know. So um, now I don't. It's hard for me to imagine that their coach would do that, just because you're a coach. You've made it to that level. You're a competitive guy, uh, but I. Who knows? Oh, I, I don't know. Man. I mean, at that point, if the, if the owner's telling you, I don't want you to win oh. if it's close, you know. Speaking so. of their owner, man, former players talking about Snyder. Wow. Well, I'm talking about the uh, the, Dolphins, the Dolphins. Yeah, the Dolphins. The Dolphins yeah. look like the, now the Snyder's a whole different ball of wax. Um, but I mean, you know, somebody had to win. I don't want to spend too much time on it. Yeah, I'm glad will, the Dolphins got to play in a competitive game because they I, stink. I will say that Josh Rosen got benched for Fitz Magic. And Fitz Magic, it was named the starter today for next week. Fitzy still in there. By God, you can't kill that guy. No, he is—he's basically like the Terminator. I mean, it's like it's the like, new Vinny Testaverde. You think he's dead? You think his career is over? I'm sure there's a lot of talented quarterbacks out there sitting at home going, "What the hell is this guy? Who's he bribing out there? How can you I know? not get a job? <laughs> this dude's still in the league. Like, how how did I not get selected by the XFL this week? And, and Fitz Magic <laughs> still getting starts in the NFL, but uh, XFL coming to you. XFL coming <laughs> to you. But uh, so anyway, whatever. 
Eat Redskins, yeah. Dolphins. Next uh, game. Eagles and Vikings. Uh, I don't know what happened to Kirk Cousins. I don't know if it was getting called out by Adam Thielen. And I've been looking Diggs. forward to talking to you about this. His receivers finally spoke up. We, I we you know, wondered I, if that was going to happen. I don't know if that's what it was. but Or I, maybe it's a play calling. Maybe they had a heart-to-heart saying, listen, you're not even letting me throw the damn ball. Because right. in the first we talked about this the first few weeks and weren't, weren't even trying to throw it. Uh, so whatever it is, though, yeah, man. it sounds to me like whatever was said. I mean, because Thielen and Diggs went public with their with their right. comments. And Didn't Thielen say something like his girlfriend could throw more? Well, I don't know if he said better. that, but he said our, our passing game definitely needs to get better. And Diggs, you know, obviously was talking about wanting to trade or whatever. Yeah. Um, but second game in a row, he goes over three hundred, throws four TDs. Um, Let's give credit to Cousins. I mean, whatever whatever he was told, whatever he heard, I mean, he, he took it like a man and, and stepped up. And Diggs was on my bench getting seven receptions for 167 yards and three TDs. Ouch. Yeah. So, no. um, now, they did play the Eagles secondary, and if there's one thing that the Eagles, if they don't get better in the secondary, they're screwed. What, much like the Kansas City Chiefs with running the ball, yeah. stopping the run. Uh, because the Eagles are now three and three, Vikings are four and two. But you know that NFC or the NFC East is wide open. Sure. As we'll get to the Cowboys and I was going to say, good news for the Eagles is that the freaking Cowgirls, who who I'll get to in a minute, can't beat anybody good, and I consider the Eagles good, so the Eagles should be fine. Well, you know, good, but not in the secondary. So they suffered a lot. No, there's no shame in losing at Minnesota with their defense, but. You know they got to be thirty-eight to twenty. Like so we said, you... Minnesota quarterback play gets better. They're dangerous. Yeah. So I mean, we'll see. Next game was uh, Saints went to Jacksonville Jags and the Gardner. The Gardner. The had a, he had a, he had a, a rough outing, folks. Uh, and I th- here's the deal. I think New Orleans defense is for real. Um, you know, uh, Teddy Two Gloves didn't play that good. The offense. Right. If you look at the last what four games, uh, Breeze has been out or whatever it is. You know. Two glove Teddy, yeah, their Teddy, defense. Teddy Bridgewater's had a few games where he looked pretty decent, but there's been a couple games, including this one, where you know he yeah, so, really so, didn't do yeah. a lot much. But their defense held Jacksonville to six points. They went thirteen. To I six. think you have to give their head coach. They didn't even run the credit. ball that well. Right. They only right. ran for 104 yards. Kamara's hurt. They're not sure if he's going to play this week. Um, Peyton, I mean, their coach, man. You gotta give him a lot of credit. Well, talk about a team transformed. This, yeah. you know, this Saints team's one that used to be one where it was like, all right, we're gonna score a lot of points, but our defense. Try to know? bend but not break, but we really can't stop yeah. anybody. We gotta try not to take sips at the same time. But um, so here's I noticed that the Gardner, you know, once threw for one sixty three, no touchdowns, one pick. They only ran for 75 yards. Ouch. Not a very good day no. for the Jags as they uh, slipped to 2-4. and four, And the Saints go to 5-1. and one. And the scary thing is Drew Brees will be back. And uh, and With the defense playing like that. I think he's – and if I'm not mistaken, he might be back this week. Or they might be on bye. But next game, I believe, he might be back. And the way Plenty of de- time to play the Colts. The way their defense is playing. I mean, yeah, that's come on, man. Scary. Uh, Bengals – yeah. Got a close one with the Ravens, but this is one of those games where it probably wasn't that close, really. Um, you know, they, they weren't working with much. I mean, if you look at the receiver list, it's like, who, who, yeah, who? who? Never heard um, of him, never heard of him. Never but, heard of him. Uh, you know, Lamar threw for 236, no touchdowns, but no picks, but he ran for 152 yards. Wow. 
dudes running the ball out That's there. That's scary. Um, you know, it's yeah, that is kind of scary. But so they go to four and two, and the Bengals are they're kind of being. Um, I don't want to say forgotten about as a winless team at 0-5, but everybody was so focused on how bad the Dolphins are. And kind of flying under the weather on that look, one, aren't they? Know, and then, of course, the Redskins finally win. But uh, they're kind of they're kind of getting away with it over there in Cincinnati being 0-5 because they are not good at all. Not at all. I mean, I will say this. They've at least played competitive, whereas the Dolphins, besides this yeah, week, just, just get shit kicked in the every, entire Every time. week. Uh, here's a game that caught me off guard uh, betting-wise was – Niners went to L.A. and beat the Rams 20-7. to um, And they're just, I mean, they they're, it's a defensive. It's kind of like the yeah. Saints almost. You, normally they can run the ball up. They didn't even run for 100 Dude, their yards. Their defense looks really good, man. You know, Jimmy G's just doing enough. You right. Know, 243, no touchdowns. So that tells me that defense is legit. And, um, the Ram, and the Rams, man. The Rams without Gurley. They look. They do not look good when Gurley's not in the game. They do not look good. He's a big, so he's that big of a difference maker for them. I guess. I mean, you wouldn't think one running back because everybody. Oh, Sean McVay's yeah, genius. Everybody plays two genius. running backs anyway. Nair, I say, I've always kind of thought Sean McVay a little pump the brakes on Sean yeah, McVay. Not right. because I don't think he's good, but because it's like, wait a minute, I haven't seen enough out of the guy. And you know, if you look at him right now, they've lost a couple in a row. They're at three and three. You know, you lose one at home to a division yeah, opponent. That's what I'm saying. They have not looked good. I mean, it's not like they played a couple good teams, lost a couple nail biters, great effort, but come up short. They have not looked good at all. Yeah, I mean, they couldn't run the ball. Golf threw for 78 yards. 78 yards, that. folks. 78 yards. At home. You know, having just statted our eighth grade season, I know our quarterback threw for at least 78 yards multiple times. So. Oh, my. And when our games are much shorter, too, by the way. Much but, shorter. And he doesn't throw 24 times a game. But uh, – just nothing, really nothing burger there for for the Rams. They better they better get their shit yeah, together quick. They better because you know? the Niners look like they're for real. The and the Seahawks. I mean, you talk yes. about two teams in your division, and better hell, the, the way the Rams are playing, Arizona might beat them. Arizona's at least playing competitive ball out there. The Rams don't get this thing figured out. They may be look on the outside looking in come, come playoff, playoff time. time. Yeah, you are correct. Um, speaking of the Cardinals, they won a, a nail biter, thirty four to thirty three, against the hapless Falcons. Um, you know the Falcons fall to the Falcons two three and one. Um, no, or the Falcons. I'm sorry, they're one and five. It's the Cardinals that are two three and one. Yeah. Um, you know, and they're they can so, score. But a lot of the scores sometimes are in garbage time. Yeah. But man, their defense sucks. I know they lost their safety and one of their linebackers. So, and, who's it? Who's coaches of Falcons? Is it Quinn? Uh, the soon-to-be ex-coach is named say, Dan Quinn. I was going to say, should we just go he, ahead and start writing his obituary now? He, he's done. Yeah. The dude's done. And uh, there's another guy I think that's going to be done, too. I'll get I could to see a, a – uh, well, yeah, there's, I, I guarantee we're on the same page with this one. But a Quinn, I, I mean, I could see this get, happening before the season's over. Well, the thing is, he's already changed coordinators and whatnot. Yeah. Defense was his forte. He's a defensive coach, and, and that's, they can't that's the worst part anybody, of their team. Yeah. Um, you know, Matt Ryan's playing okay, so I can't really put that on him. But Kyler Murray, another outstanding day, 340 yards, three three touchdowns. Um, so, you know, if you if you got a quarterback that's playing the Falcons, make sure you put him well, in. Matt Murray, that's a, that guy's a little dude's fun to watch, man. 
A yeah, gamer. I, he's a gamer. I, I'll admit I wasn't quite sure he was going to work, but I he's, wasn't either. You know, maybe it's against some not so great teams sometimes, but uh, they're they're competitive at least. He's a gamer. Yeah, uh, they've only been blown out maybe once. Once I think, I think. yeah, maybe by the Ravens or they something. They were competitive like that. on the road in a couple games too. Yeah, I mean they uh, they. They well, they've been pretty much competitive. They tied the Lions, who I think the Lions are actually pretty decent uh, in that first game. It was really, you know, I guess they the the Ravens only beat them by six. They got beat by eighteen uh, by the Panthers, and got beat by seventeen by the Seahawks. But that Seahawks game was a little bit closer than what what you might think. So, uh, give it up for the Cardinals. Now, granted, they're not tanking for a uh, they're not tanking for a QB either. So. Uh, a little bit different mindset when you're not trying to get a top draft pick, but so yeah, I uh, think they like their quarterback. <laughs> and then the I don't know what the hell to think about the Titans. Um, they're one of the more Jekyll and Hyde teams. They're two and four. Uh, they went into Denver and lost sixteen to nothing to Team Flacco. Uh, Mariota gets wow. benched in the middle of the game after throwing yeah. a couple picks and going seven for eighteen. Uh, Tannehill has been named the starter for next week, if I'm not mistaken on that. And, hey, if you're Mariota, you better be worried. Yeah, you better believe it. Well, because the thing is, it's not like Tannehill's some dude you never heard of and we'll try this yeah. guy. Tannehill has started NFL yeah, games. Tannehill has won Tannehill NFL. played well before before the injury. There's been times where he has played well. So, now I don't – I think he needs a lot around him and, you know – Titans aren't bad. I mean, they got some receivers, and they usually can run the ball. Yeah, I mean, I I don't think they're ever going to be an easy out, so to speak. I think Vrabel and I mean let's, have them playing hard, but they're just limited. I I think. Let's not confuse things here and think Flacco played well either. He was eighteen for oh, twenty, come on. but he had one hundred and seventy-seven yards with no TDs and. And so we had another Flacco type game. Well, their defense has really stepped up, but you know yeah. everyone, everyone expected their defense to be good. And, and funny enough, when Bradley Chubb went down, ever since then they've actually looked like the defense that everybody yeah. thought they might be. So. It's amazing when you see like a key star player go down. Sometimes guys rally. So here's one I'll let you tee off on: the uh, Cowgirls, as you call them, went to New Jersey, played the Jets, and Sam Darnold back from his mono. What happened? They went. So down. Let's let's tell, you know. Let's just talk about before we get to the game itself. I've been saying this for years. I try to be objective on this podcast, so I didn't say anything. I get so sick of hearing about the Cowboys every year. But they're every America's year. team. Which America? Like South America? I don't know. Because they're they're <laughs> on the southern part of the country. Well, I will South America. I mean, they're always on prime time. They, they must be popular because I hear Cowherd. Somebody, and, uh, I hear Cowherd and some of these other guys talk about how the ratings go up when you talk uh, about the Cowboys. Yeah. And, it, and, and and that must be true because they're always on like Fox's. You know, I just think big that, I think it's because people like to tune in because they want to hear about they want to hear Stephen A. Smith and Colin Coward talk about how terrible they are. Well, because no. their fans are so obnoxious. I think they have this. Entitlement, like we're America's team and we're better than you. Correct me if somebody call the show and tell me if I'm wrong. I believe they've won three playoff games in 27 years. Well, and I think part of that is a lot to do with like it's kind of like when we were kids with the Atlanta Braves or the Cubs. Like they were the 
there's certain teams that were on TV, right? And when we were kids, where we lived, sure, the, the cup you could get the Cubs on WGN, right. I had get a, the Braves hey, on TBS. I had a Dallas Cowboy lunchbox you know, when I was six. Um, and, I mean, and so when you when you see those teams, uh, my grandpa used to say that, like he would cheer for teams that he could either hear on the radio or see on TV, just because they were always on or something. Yeah, and I think the Cowboys were always on, so a lot of people. Who, who was? And then you got the uh, you know the big hole in the top of the roof of their stadium, so God could watch down and see his team play. Well, you know what? I'd like to see King Kong crawl up top of that thing and take a shit right in the hole. Well, now the thing is, the final score, you know, a lot of these NFL games, a lot of times the final score does not indicate how this game was. Sure. I mean, the Jets went up on them pretty quick. It was like 21-3 and a half. Yeah. And uh, it wound up being 24-22 with Dallas having a chance at the end on a two-point conversion. Darnold threw for – he's had mono. He's had mono. I didn't he expect threw for three hundred and thirty-two yards. But Dallas is supposed to have decent defense. He threw for three thirty-eight, two touchdowns, one pick. Uh, they so, did, they really didn't even run that ball that well. The Le'Veon Bell only had fifty yards, so it's not like they were running the ball that well. J E T S Jets but, Jets. But say I mean, with me, folks. You know that was that was the Jets' first win too. This and is that's not crazy. Like, it, granted, no. Darnold was out. For Remember, I said three games or whatever. I think when we talked about our ranking, our power rankings, we went through our bottom feeders, and I I. I was right up front about this. I don't think the Jets would be anywhere in that conversation if Darnold was healthy. Um, well, they, I mean, they got but, they got some weapons. I mean, they got yeah. Le'Veon Bell, Robbie Anderson's Robbie okay, Jimison Crowder's a good, a player, good yeah. possession receiver. Uh, so, Man, I mean, I, I just can't get around this Cowboys thing, though. Jason Garrett's going to get fired. He should have probably gotten fired gonna, last not, year. He's not going to get fired. And I'll tell you why. Get him gonna, out of there. He, he's not going to get fired because Jerry's the type of owner that needs a yes man. Is that and, what – so is, not, he's I'm, the puppet Jerry can control? And, and, oh, and hell yeah. That's think, exactly why. Do you think that's going to get him another season? If they don't completely tank, if they go 9-7, and seven, which is a typical Jason Who Garrett year. wins against – Washington, well, Miami, and New York, correct? Well, but my point is, if he goes 9-7, and seven, which is a typical Jason Garrett year, then they're probably going to keep him because most head coaches that make it to that level are pretty ego-driven dudes. Sure. And they can't handle an owner chirp, chirp, chirping, chirping in their ear. Right. Um, and so that's why him and Bill Parcells didn't work out. Now Jerry's a little bit older. So and Garrett just tame, sticks his tail between his legs yeah, and I listens mean, to Yeah, I mean, they beat the Giants and the Redskins and then the Dolphins. So they beat Ugh. three horrible teams. I get sick of hearing about them. They Lost stick. to the Saints 12-10, to 10, which is, you know, new Saints type of deal where you don't, they don't you know, the defense is good enough to hold you to that few points. Lost to the Packers 34-24. Uh, but the, the other thing too is I couldn't. That figure game out wasn't that close either. The the twenty eight nothing or twenty eight three. The play call on that two point conversion was like an option play. It was it was a weird type deal. It was I don't know. It just was not. It was tip, uh, kind of a typical what Cowboys fans yeah. would tell you. Typical Jason Garrett. Garrett game. Garrett's out of his league, man. Because he stinks. Cowboys fans don't like Jason Garrett. I don't know many that like him. So um, Amari Cooper was out. Uh, so that hurts. You know, Dak played okay through 28 for 42, 78. No touchdowns, no picks. But that's a game, if you're trying to get a big contract, too, you oh, yeah. Win, so. This guy wants $200 million, yeah. $90 million guaranteed. Ezekiel gave you 105 on the ground. you gotta, you got to be able to pull that game out. Which he against will. A, against a winless they, team. Man, yeah. they – what have they done in the last quarter century? Well – Nothing. Uh, yeah, not much. So. I mean, the the Jags went the AFC title game one year. Yeah. I mean, well, the Cow- I, mean I just I get tired of hearing about them. 
Well, the next game was pretty damn boring. Um, it was a Sunday night game, and it was the Steelers uh, basically went to Little Heinz Field in L.A. and played. <laughs> and when I say Little Heinz Field, my initial reaction was probably 70% of the crowd was, oh, yeah. was waving the terrible towels. In L.A. But somebody, I heard somebody that was there say, nah, it was more like 80%. Wow. So, I mean, it was a lot of Steelers what fans. What has happened to the Chargers? A lot of Steelers fans. Can you explain that? Well, see, there's the other guy that I think is getting his ass fired. Because 24-17, to 17, this was another one of those games where the refs really helped this one be close. Yeah. I ain't going to say it was all the refs, uh-huh. but they were getting their butt beat the entire game behind the duck. Devlin Hodges <laughs> from Sanford. Quack, quack. Sanford with an M. They showed him doing duck calls. He's some champion, Alabama state champion duck caller. Oh, I don't even know how gosh. you how do you judge a competition like that? Is it how many ducks you can call it, in? Do you got is whoever it, sounds the most yeah, like a real duck? Are there or? judges that say that guy's a nine duck oh, call? Dear, I don't know. Lord. I don't know how that works. But uh, <laughs> um, but here's the deal. He didn't have to do much. He was only 15 to 20 for 132 yards, threw a touchdown, threw a pick. Uh, but they ran the ball well. Connor got hurt, but he ran for 41 yards. Benny Snell Jr. from Kentucky yeah, comes in. UK. Runs for 75 yards. So they got a uh, couple of nice backs there in Pittsburgh. Yeah, I mean, Snell looked like he could get it done. Hopefully, Connor's not that hurt for, as far as they go. Uh, yeah, Connor's a heck of a football talking player. Talking about Mason Rudolph coming back uh, next game. So, and I, uh, you know. No offense, Duck, but uh, they probably could they use don't, Rudolph. So you're back. telling me they don't have a quarterback controversy? No, nah, I don't think that's going to be a controversy. <laughs> you know, Rivers throws for 320 and two touchdowns, but he also threw for two picks. Uh, if I'm not mistaken, he lost a fumble. That? They just they have so much talent. Melvin Gordon was eight carries for 18 yards. It, Eckler was they basically ran the ball 14 times for 32 yards as a team. Uh, wow, that's not going to get it done. Now part of that is when you get down, you know three scores pretty early there's you know not much running you yeah. can do so yeah. uh you know hunter henry is back with eight for 102 tds but they're just i mean they're they're two and four and they shouldn't have won that first game against no, the Colts. that i didn't even know they won two games yeah else i mean they beat? i mean they, they they're they're a lot of talent and and they just you know they got beat by the broncos they beat the Dolphins was the other team that they beat. But uh, the Texans beat them 27-20. Lions beat them 13-10. Oh, they beat the Dolphins. Oh, yeah, okay. so yeah. it's uh, – the, the, Anthony Lynn's a guy that with that much talent, you're getting fired. I oh, mean, yeah. It's happening. It's you not – yeah. Um, you go 6-10 and 10 or whatever, yeah. Yeah. Now, the Monday night game was definitely uh, filled with controversy as the Packers were down the entire game. I bet on the Lions covered three and a half, and they did. Uh, but the Packers roar back uh, 23 to 22 over the Lions. Couple of controversial hands to the face calls there. Uh, uh, one couple. <laughs> yeah, one that uh, basically gave him a 15-yard shorter field goal at the end, and and another that uh, basically they would have would have got him off the field on fourth down or something like that. But uh, yeah, the, a lot of people chirping about the refs. Not just this game, but that oh, was yeah. that was a prototypical game of see the refs. I are- wanted to really ask you and have a conversation about well, how do you feel about the state of officiating in this in this league right now because I'm hearing a lot of experts going on about how the most popular sport in America is now being ruined and people are sick and tired of watching the officials trash the game. Well, and one thing I've always said, whether it's a youth sporting event or high school or college or pros, 
these dudes aren't perfect. They're going to make mistakes. And the lower level you are, there's more mistakes. One of the things that always bugged me is we'd go to these AU or travel tournaments or, or, or you know, travel softball, right. whatever it is, and people would get mad, like, these refs suck. It's like, yeah, yeah. they suck. They're here to exactly. ref like 12 games today. Yeah, they and they're just want to make an extra three or four hundred bucks, bucks a game yeah. and go home. And they got to keep the games moving. They're not calling every foul. Right. They're not, you know. And and then when you get to the higher levels, you do expect more because these Absolutely. guys pay, get paid big money. Uh, now the M- NFL is not like the NBA. NFL, they don't. You know, the NBA, those guys, that is their job. I am an NBA ref. That is my yeah. profession. Right. NFL, this guy's a lawyer, and this guy Most has guys, his own. Yeah. Yeah, have other and, other, um, but you know, I, I'm sure they don't try to be bad. My problem is usually with too many calls. You know what I mean? Like well, I worry about with I, this I replay challenge and the, challenging all this and that. I I I almost feel like there's some pushback from the referees because I was reading on Twitter that there have been I don't know I don't remember the number of, of challenges on pass interference calls and they just will not change one. It's like out of spite. I've, I've, I saw just that. Too. Will not change one. Well, I think that rule's stupid. I, I just do. It. I agree because I mean, when I'm, you go to slow mo on pass interference, every time sure you're gonna see and, contact. And, 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 and the the offensive ones I've seen so far are pretty freaking lame. Yes, the dude's arms are extended, right. but you'll see a guy's body, like the guy who's supposedly getting interfered with, won't even move. Sure. Well, if I extend my arms, that, just because I do that doesn't mean it's pass right. interference. Now, if I go flying back, yes, that's pass interference. But if you didn't even move me with your arm extensions, because there's going to be hand-to-hand yeah. contact. It's just going to happen. I just, I just know there's been, there, there have been some obvious pass interference calls that should have been reversed or changed. And they will not change. Well, my whole thing is, you know, thanks a lot, Saints, but just I, yeah. I want less calls. I, you yeah. know, it's kind of like uh, you could call a foul of basketball every time somebody goes sure. to the rim, but I don't need to see it. Exactly. You know, the game gets boring. When we didn't come here to watch teams shoot twenty-five to forty free throws a game. And anytime there's a cornerback that's good enough to stay on a receiver, you could probably call pass yes. interference if yes, you slow it. The receiver down. has all the advantage. He knows where he's going to go. The DB doesn't. Uh, but this is a definitely a serious issue, man. This is, this is a big deal. So unless it's blatant, just knock it off. Because anything that slows the game down, slows the flow of the game down, to me it's just boring. Yeah, a lot of these know, owners right. want to add another game to the schedule. You can't do it with this kind of stuff going on. And the Lions, you know, I, did they get screwed? Probably. Because that there are certain games, and that's one of them, and the Chargers was another one, yeah. where it's like, hey, wait a minute, this team's supposed to win, or we need to make this game competitive. So you felt like the refs definitely I, had an impact on the outcome. I don't think they consciously go, wait a minute, Lions aren't supposed to come to Lambeau and be an Aaron Rodgers. Let's make some calls. But I, I almost think like subconsciously sometimes it's like, it just happens. Well, wait yeah. a minute. Or, yeah. you know, let's make this a game. I, you know, I, I don't know. You give Rodgers the Michael Jordan treatment. Stafford played pretty well, 265 and three touchdowns. They they, they weren't able to run the ball. Hey, we Packers both believe he's a, he's a, you know, he's a talent. But, you know, Rodgers, you know, he was 283, two touchdowns and a pick. They ran, they, now, they did run for 170 yards. Um, also, for you, for you gamblers out there that uh, <laughs> took the Packers, man. I know where you're a, going here. That was a rough <laughs> one right there. The Lions were going to let them score. Aaron Jones had him slide and he down, slid, and, and then they went in victory formation, and uh, and then kicked that field goal, which I was much much happy about, obviously. So <laughs> that um, was crazy. But yeah, I mean, another crazy week in the NFL. Uh, like I said, I think some teams were starting to figure out who they are. 
other teams we still don't know and so but that that's what makes it interesting if we knew you know the problem is like sometimes with college football as much as i love college football you kind of know you know at least kind of know yeah hey these four five six teams are going to be right there for sure oh yeah i mean even georgia who uh, you know spoiler alert they got beat this weekend by south carolina yes they did you know who was only i believe two and four or something yeah. like that. So, um, you know, are they out of it? Not necessarily no. because, you know, if they were to go on. Yeah, if they get a chance to play Alabama, beat them. They play Alabama in the SEC championship and win, assuming Alabama makes it. I mean, so, but, but you know, there aren't that many upsets in college football. No. You kind of know. Whereas everybody had Kansas City penciled into the AFC championship game. They lose two home games. And all of a sudden they can't beat the AFC South at home. Now you still got – Ten games left the regular right. season, so which is uh, which is exciting. But yeah, I mean, moving on to this week. Speaking of Kansas City, they are our Thursday night game, um, and they're going to Denver, and uh, they're only favored by three. Joe Flacco. So uh, I guess the question is: first of all, I don't think. Well, no, here I don't know. I'm going to go with Kansas City just because I've. I don't think Denver's that good. No, I have to pick the Chiefs here. Because remember, just like a couple weeks ago, the Chiefs were favored by seven or seven and a half over just about everybody they played. I find it odd that all of a sudden they've had a couple. And they didn't get blown out in either well, game. They I mean, got beat at home, yes. But now Mahomes hurt his ankle. They're only a three-point favorite. Hurt, that's his, the hurt his ankle gets Colts. But now I, I don't necessarily think that's the case. Like this weekend, it's the fact that he wasn't on the field. Now, here's where Denver right. might be a smart play because what did we just say Kansas City's weakness was? Running the football. Yeah, exactly. What they is Denver's strength? the run. Running the football. Yeah, they got two good backs. They get the ball to a lot. You know, if, if Denver was playing Philly, which Philly's pretty decent against the run but sucks against the pass, yeah. then you're forcing Joe Flacco to have to throw. Now you're – yeah, they're not in a good spot. But this is a pretty good spot for Denver. They'll they'll be at home. Their defense is playing well. They can run the football and keep uh, and keep Mahomes off the field. Uh, by the way, we should mention that Tyreek Hill came back last week. Yeah. Made a, and, just a yeah. hell of a play. Uh, Talk about showing off some athletic ability. Well, I Jeez. mean, you know, Mahomes had that free play, and he just throws it down there, and, and Tyreek Hill goes up over two like, guys. Yeah, and like gets two it. feet over their heads. Not only goes up to get it, but then has the wherewithal to land and oh, yeah. muscle his way into the end zone. So, but I, You know what? But like even he could before, save him because he was right. on, on the sideline. But, but we want to yeah. see our, our players play. We don't want to see him hurt. We want to see our the good – Players out there playing, and it was it was good to see him out there. He can really, really. But do some you nice know, things. you know that Denver's gonna run, 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 run the sure. ball. So I guess the question is for Kansas City: If you're Kansas City, you got to jump out to an early lead you and better. force them to pass yep. the ball. Uh, and think about this: If Kansas City falls flat on their face again, let's just say we got a lot of Raiders fans rooting on the Broncos. Well, this week, I mean, that, all of a sudden, Kansas City loses again. The hell, the divisions—it's in play. It's like, Whoa! It's, who would have thought we'd be having this conversation? Yeah, I mean, seven. but you know, Denver—they can do it now. Flacco's going to have to throw some, I think. Yeah, um, you, you can't just go solely running, and that's one thing that you know, obviously, Deshaun Watson can throw, and, yeah, and, Jac- that's and, Jac- and Jacoby think, threw enough. Enough. Yeah, for the Colts. Throw enough. Yeah. I think Flacco, to your point, he, he's got to throw it down the field. Just enough to keep their secondary, uh, you know, honest. Because, I mean, he throws – oh, if I, I wish I had the numbers, but 
10 or 12 balls a game to those two running backs. Well, I mean, they, they both get 15, 20 touches apiece. He, you know, if he throws for 178 yards like he did this week, then I don't think they win. No. Because I think he has to do more than right. that. Because I think Kansas City's going to come out and score early. So they're going to have to throw some. But they have, uh, Sanders, I don't know, he. Did he leave the game the other day? Like yeah. they need him, man, because I mean he can stretch the field. Yeah, yeah. So that'll be that'll be interesting to watch. If it's his low scoring game, Denver is probably gonna get it. You know, if it's not, then you know, there's no way. Denver can't score No, they're not gonna score, you know? they're not gonna beat I mean, the Chiefs twenty eight, twenty four. So I mean, yeah. you're right. If 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 they can control, you know, run up run the ball and control the game, they'll have a chance. Um, so that'll be interesting to watch on Thursday night. Then on Sunday afternoon, Arizona's going to uh, to MetLife to play the Giants. The Giants are three-point favorites. I like Arizona in this spot. I know Giants are getting Saquon back, and Evan Ingram's going to play, it's looking like, and um, maybe even Sterling Shepard. But really? I don't I don't know. This this plucky Arizona team. Plucky uh, Arizona team. Uh, I, I think it'll be a high-scoring affair. But Yeah. Uh, I'm, you know what? I'm, I'm going to go with Danny Dimes. DJ, I think DJ's going to play better. Getting all those guys back, Golden Tate. I think his veteran presence really, really helps. I like Arizona. So that's that's to be able a tough to, call. That's I like him call. to be able to stay within a field goal here. So, you know, uh, does this sound crazy? That this is a game I'd actually like to watch. Well, here's the thing: you, know it, I mean? you don't have to be good games to be interesting games. Right. And you're right. right. I would like to see Kyler Murray. I would like to see Daniel Jones. You know, you want to see Saquon come back. Daniel and, Jones. And see, see what yeah, he's looking like. Sure. You know? So. Um, but uh, having Golden Tate and Ingram back in there, I mean, wow, that's this could be interesting. So uh, next game we got the Vikings are going to Detroit, and I got to tell you, I got a lot of respect for Detroit. Uh, I rarely respect them just because I think they're a seven and nine team. Uh, most yeah, years I just, I mean, eight. the coaching and whatnot. I just don't think it's been very good for the last decade. But uh, they just they seem to have their shit together. Yeah, this I mean, year. I don't know if you caught any of their game against the Chiefs, but. I mean, they they took it to the Chiefs. That was a hell of a game without a little Mahomes magic, you know. Yeah, Lions I mean, win that game too. Well, and and they, yeah, I mean they they could have very should have beat the Packers this week. Uh, could have beat the Chiefs the game before that. Did beat the Eagles before that. Did beat the Chargers and then tied the Cardinals. I just think uh, if they keep place. improving so they, in other areas, honestly, they could be undefeated. Right? And, and it would, yeah, because they should have beat the Cardinals. Ball that bounces game that one way or yeah. the other way. You know. So. I mean, I, I think they keep improving in in all the other areas. I, I I really am a Stafford fan. I think he's an upper tier quarterback. And if you know, like you said in an earlier show of ours. You know, when you're dealing with different coach, different coordinator, different the, uh, all the time, then it, it's hard to, to look really good. So, but the thing is, uh, Vikings are favored one. To, now, I also saw it as a pick 'em too uh, this Sunday when I, I and I went with the Vikings because I think with Cousins throwing the ball better now and the way they can run with Dalvin Cook and their defense. You know, I, I think this will be a hard-fought game, but I'm going to go with the Vikings on this one. I, on the road. You know, I think this is def- – to me, this would be a pick em game. And I'm, I'm going to go with the Lions just because I, I'm i pumping the brakes on Cousins. I'm glad to see that he had the kind of game that he did, but, you know, I haven't seen it consistently. So, and, and the Lions have well, – I've real- seen it two games in a row, so I'm going I'm – Lions have looked really good at home this year. But they've also, like we just said, they've found ways to lose games too. So, Very as true. much res- respect as I have for them, and they are a good team, and I think they could beat anybody, 
It seems like they're finding ways to lose more than they're finding ways to win. Oh, yeah, so. you're right, though. That's, you're right on with that. But they, are, they the will Lions. be at home. Yeah, so, I'm going you know. with the Lions. Uh, next game up is a, another plucky team. Uh, the I Ra- like that. Where'd you come up with that plucky? I don't know. I heard it somewhere, I'm sure. But uh, the Raiders are going to Green Bay. Wait a minute. The Raiders already went to Green Bay this year. That can't be correct. Right? Yeah. Who the hell's that then? They're uh, It's six and a half point favorites. Did I write the wrong game down? Maybe well, so. somebody call in let, and tell let, us who let, the Packers well, play this week. Let, let me look it up. You 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 talk a little bit about the, so okay. So the Jags are going to Cincinnati. The Jags are four point favorites. I got as well. Three. They should be. I got it three earlier in the week. That'll but. be a game where the Minshew mania can continue. Uh, you think he has a bounce back game? I do against the Bengals. I mean, it, you know, people get healthy against the Bengals and play well. I, I just till the Bengals show me something that I you know. No, I mean I got, I got to go with the Jags there. Well, I I, I think I'm going to go with the Jags too because I do think Minshew bounces back. Bengals are not good, um, so I got it at in three, area, so. any area, any facet of the game. The Bengals are not good. Well, the Raiders do go to the Packers. Doggone! I thought they already played once this year. I guess I must be thinking of something else um, because the Green Bay today they were five and a half point favorites. They were six and a half when, when the uh, uh, on Monday, but uh, ooh, so I would lean towards taking the Raiders at six and a half, man. I am going to take the Raiders. Are you going to take them at the five and a half? I already took them at six and a half this weekend or Monday. Okay, I, I did my. Usually, I don't do my bets early, but I was feeling confident Monday, so I decided. Well, I'm going to go tell you it. what. I'm going to tell you right now. I, you know, I don't know as much about the Raiders as you know Raiders fans do, but. Gruden's got them playing physical football, and they ran the ball against a Bears defense who you and I both agreed was the best hands-down defense in the league. And and the Raiders just pounded it down their throat. I mean, with a rookie running back. I, I love the Jacobs kid. Um, they've got a young receiver. His name's slipping my mind. That looks really good. They've got a young tight end that looks really good. Um well, they, and they are coming off a of bye week too, so sure, helps. which helps everybody. Uh, um, you know, beating the Bears, yeah, okay, it was in London. Weird things happen in London. Sure, but they beat the Colts, and we both know how we felt about that one. Um, so they they well, they've won two in a row. You know, I felt and, like a bad loss when they beat the Colts at Lucas Oil, but then when I watched them play against the Bears, I mean, they played. Yeah, I get it. You know, you you know, Bears aren't world beaters, but their defense is phenomenal and. I mean, the, the Raiders out physical them. I, mean, I, I think that they'll – I think Gruden has been studying Rodgers so much over the years that he'll keep his team close. I, you know, sure. I, I don't know that they'll win in Lambeau, but he'll he'll keep them close. So, I'm going to – surprise me to see this game go down to the wire because, I mean, like I said, the Raiders are playing physical football and they're running a the football. So, next game we got is the Rams are going to Atlanta, and I am staying the hell away from this game. Um, and for what reason? Because well, of the Rams or because of the Falcons? Because of both of them. If, both I, of if them? I can't get a good feel of either team, I'm not betting it. And, you know, uh, the Rams are three-point favorites. A few weeks ago, I'd have been all over this one. All Of course, yeah. a few weeks ago, they'd have been, you know, seven-and-a-half, sure. eight-point favorites yeah. or something like that. But, uh, yeah, because I don't know. I mean, the Rams, the troubling thing about them is – you know, they're – well, now hold – ooh, pump the brakes. Hold on, I forgot about yeah. this. I was going to say, their offense has definitely not looked good without Gurley, and their defense hasn't played that well either. But the but. big news over the last 24 hours, and this is uh, 
this because so this confused me yesterday. I had not they, heard of they this. They traded Marcus Peters to the Ravens, their yeah. best corner. Sure. After Aqib Talib gets put on IR, and you're going, what are you doing? Right. Are you giving up? Why would you trade Marcus Peters? And it wasn't like he wasn't having a good year. You know. Who did they get though? Yeah. Yesterday? So the, what we all didn't know was that they were trading two firsts and a fourth for. Uh, for uh, Jalen Ramsey. Mr. So Ramsey. They traded their 2020 first-round pick and their 2021 first-round pick and then their fourth-round pick in, in 2021 for Jalen Ramsey. So, I, honestly, I'm not sure why they couldn't keep Marcus Peters and Jalen Ramsey. Maybe Will it's he be able to play thing. this week? Why not, dude? Assume. All you got to do is lock this dude down over here. You don't have to know right. coverage schemes or anything like that. When you're a lockdown corner, all you got to do is go take that guy. You know? Yeah, we're playing man – well, you know, not only that, but it's, it's Wade Phillips' defense, and it's not like Wade Phillips has done any. He's been in the league forever, but it, so most people know his defense because yeah. he's been in the league forever. But, you know, and their defense has not been playing that well. Uh, <laughs> it wasn't Marcus Peters' fault. That's why it confused me. Yeah. Like, well, what yeah, the hell's that, going that, on? That here? did make a whole lot of sense. So then when they got Jalen Ramsey, I was like, oh. And also, I was jealous because the Colts didn't get Marcus Peters or Jalen Ramsey. Yeah. It was uh, don't hope. you feel like the Rams, you know, after the last couple of weeks, they've got to feel like this is a game we have to have. Oh, they got to get I this. I mean, we have to have this game. Yeah, I mean, they're, what are they, down to three and three Falcons now? Falcons are a mess. Uh, but, see, here's the deal. Atlanta's been able to score the ball. Yeah, they have. And, you know, you can you can take Julio. You can't take Julio away. With I don't believe so. You can, you can slow him down. But uh, if there's one guy you might not be able to take away just because he's so big and physical and athletic, it's Julio Jones. So, question. Is Ramsey going to talk as much? Playing for the Rams as he did with the He's Jets. going to talk more playing for the Rams. So is he going to tell us how to overrated Julio Jones is after this game? I don't think he'll start talking immediately. But, yeah, he's going to talk more because he's playing for the, you know, Hollywood, L.A. Rams. Yeah, and it's they fun to the listen Super to guys Bowl. talk sometimes. Some of the stuff he said about these quarterbacks weren't any good at all. I'm like, come on, dude. He's pretty good. He's pretty damn good, though. Yeah. So, I, it'll be interesting to see because, yes, he's better than Marcus Peters. But – He's not like – like the Colts could definitely use Marcus, Marcus Peter, Peters yeah. even, much less. Yeah. So, I, I don't know how it, – it's – it's you know, they held the, the Niners to 20. But then again, even though Kyle Shanahan's an offensive guy, I mean, he's doing a lot of running. Yeah. Not, you know, it's not like they're throwing up 40 points a game, Andy Reid and Kansas City style. They're – they're they're more just pounding the ball at sure. you, and doing different schemes, and our Absolutely. boy Tevin Coleman's back, and all that kind of stuff. So love me some Tevin Coleman. Um, but but yeah, so that'll Ooh. be interesting. I, I still, you know, I might at the last second bet the Rams because I just don't think Atlanta's their defense is really bad. This may be a get right game for, yeah, for Jared Goff. I, I hope so. Seventy eight yards. Like, ugh. So I don't know. I'm I'm probably not going to bet on that one. The next one we just talked about the Niners. They're going to uh, Washington D.C. And uh, they're not going on a sightseeing trip. They're going to play the skins. Um, I'm taking the Niners. It's 10 points, which I just said the Niners don't score that many points. That's a lot of points for them. But the Redskins are really freaking bad. Are they going to start Haskins this week? Uh, I don't think so. Callahan's – Callahan – is, well, he's old school a little bit. He, he he's already said he just wants to run the ball, which okay, but um, you know who doesn't want to run the ball? But well, that's a tough one, Mac. I, I'd probably need. I would probably stay away from this game. I don't know because this to me kind of reminds me of you know when they played the Browns or when they played the Bengals. You know, actually, Bengals is probably better comp to to. 
the skins. And the Niners uh. went to Cincinnati and beat them 41-17. So, I don't know. I, I think the Niners are a good team. I know I was a little pumped the brakes after the 3-0. Uh, yeah, but, I, I, uh, I like – I love their defense. I mean, their defense is legit. I just don't know. Favored by 10. You know what? I'm taking the skins to cover. F it. I've talked myself into it. I just don't think the Niners – I can't be favored by ten over anybody. Yeah, I mean, well, like I Dolphins, said, but. like I said, they, you know, they, they beat the Rams twenty to seven. They beat the Browns thirty-one to three. They beat the Bengals forty-one seventeen. They beat the Bucks thirty-one seventeen. So uh, the only team they didn't beat double digits was the Steelers twenty-four twenty. So, um, but the and the Skins, they're not very. Skins good. coming Obviously, off a big so. win, baby. B- big win, but momentum you know, trains coming back into town into you know, DC. They, they got beat by the Pats by twenty six, the Giants by twenty one, the Bears by sixteen, so Cowboys by ten. So I don't know. I'm gonna go. Wow. With, I, I think it's a, it's it's going Niners here. Um, so the the only game that we really give a shit about that day, late on early me, afternoon. Fella. The Showdown. Houston, man, I could have got tickets to this game. Oh, I gosh, I'd like play to be basketball. There. So, the Texans are coming to Indianapolis, baby. Colts are one-point favorites. Talk about a huge – Both teams coming off a big win. Not just a big game for the the AFC South, but a big game in the AFC. Period. All yeah. eyes, I believe, will be on Indianapolis this week. You know? I believe so. I'm, I'm surprised. This is one that I'm really surprised they didn't move it to Sunday night. Yeah, well, you know, because they do that later in the season. Who do you think is playing Sunday night? I'm gonna give you. If you, you one say guess. Cleveland, I'm, I'll throw. Oh up well, in that my was mouth. actually a pretty good guess. No, no. Who were you complaining oh, about earlier? I said they're always Cowboys. On Don't even <laughs> Eagles, Cowboys. But uh, so I mean, I think America would would love to see this game. Yeah, for sure. I'm, Such a big game. So it's a huge game. You know, the Colts are three and two. Houston's four. This is and two. what I like about. I mean, just seasons, period, No, regardless of the sport, is when you've got this early in the year two good teams playing such a meaningful game. Because, I mean, this game's going to go a long ways. Could go a long ways as far as tiebreakers in the AFC, the division, wild card implications. Well, the good thing is, too, here's the deal. So, Colts are one-point favorites. Texans are looking good. But the Colts are coming off the bye week. And you got to sure. love a team and coming off the bye And they needed it. Now, you know, do, I, I don't think the Texans will have a letdown after no. beating the Chiefs. In fact, it's kind of weird now that I just think about it because we both our last games were yeah, both, both, coming both off huge winning wins. in Kansas City. Uh, Probably that doesn't happen very often. But so, another, You know, each, each one of these is like it's another first for Jacoby Brissett. You know, another – well, this is his first big test coming off a big win. And now, oh, by the way, you've got first place Houston coming to town. And, you know, each – like this is the newest, biggest game of your career, Jacoby. You know what I mean? Well, here's the deal. we got to be able to run the football and we got to play defense. Yeah. Um, we If we – you know, can Jacoby throw for 303 TDs? Yes. If I heard it, talk of Hooker. If it comes down to that, though, I'm not really liking liking that. What about Darius Leonard? You're talking about Hooker. Yeah. Probably is Leonard coming back? Did, did you hear uh, the other night we were uh, – I heard we were, you we were, talking about it, but I haven't heard it. I, I saw a uh, an alert on my phone when we were at the uh, Brown Station Sports Nation headquarters that Darius Leonard was thinking he might have to retire. He said – his comment was, I've got a wife and kid now – and I've had a headache for three weeks that won't go away. He goes, you know, what am I going to do? I don't know. But then 
Well, see, the next I, day I heard he was cleared to play. I, I read an article that said he's been so amped not being yeah. able to go to these games that he's at, been at home literally with his helmet on, yelling at the I TV. He's had to go into the other room and watch it alone and yell. I believe at the this TV. guy's passion and love for his team. So it, I mean, he's got he could be an all time Colts. So you great. you I told mean, me that the other night Monday night we were watching the game. But after I read that article, I was like, yeah, he's coming back. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I think he's cleared to play now. Now Hooker, I mean, the injury that he had. There is no way medically he should have been ready for another week at least, if not two. And he was talking – I guess he's more of a gamer than we, we realize because he's talking about he, he feels like he can play and he wants to play, whether they tell him he should or should not. Well, that's going to be the keys to this game. I mean, yeah, but hey, way to go, Wiley Mack. Way to tell us that uh, defense is is big key to this game. But it is. I don't know uh, how yeah. else to cut it. Running the ball and Running defense. Running the ball, playing good defense. You know, did you see what it did for us at Kansas City, folks? Come on, listen to us. We know what we're talking you know, about. We, we can't let Carlos Hyde, that spin up back, uh, right. and, and Duke Johnson run but, I mean, this the is, way Kansas City did. And we need to get Marlon Mack going. Let me ask you this, Mack. Have, have, you know, we're both uh, lifelong Colts fans as far as we remember, far back as we can remember. Have you – I mean – this is what the Colts are now. Andrew doesn't play quarterback for them anymore. You know, the guy that can put a back team on his back. Came. Have you enjoyed more or any any less watching this team play and how they play? I've enjoyed it less. I'll admit, I've said this before, that when he retired, I, that, that's it. I gave up on the season. Right. Not, not th- I didn't think we'd win two games, I think but I thought we were going to win six games. That was that gut-punch reaction when Andrew retired. Well, but but to you, because you knew we had the talent right. to freaking maybe win the AFC, maybe go to the Super Bowl. Like The talent was there. AFC South favored. I mean, but you the know, talent. But, but, so when, he, man, when he's in a game, unlike Brissett, there's certain quarterbacks, right. and you remember this with Manning. Sure. I remember Manning had 40 seconds left. Yeah. And we're getting the ball and needed a field goal. And you felt we're, like, hey. We're going to win. We're going to get it. We're going to win. Yeah. If we needed a touchdown and he had like a right. minute left, I felt like we were going to win. We're going to get it. And you yeah. were you were surprised if you didn't. Brissett's not that kind of quarterback. No. Well, luck was, right? Right. Not quite sure, as good as Sure, different kind of but. players. I get it. But my, my point, my, I guess my question is just, I got to the point where like, yeah, that gut punch reaction when, when Andrew retired. Oh, no, man. We're not going to win. We're going to win four or five games. But now, you know, and then once I thought, had time to step back and think about it, Chris Ballard, Frank Reich, you know, Ursay as an owner, it's like we've got the right guys there to build. Like I, like I said in an earlier episode, I just think they're one of the better teams in quotations. And and I think that goes a long way with, with how they play and their mindset and – I'm not gonna. Lie. I gotta admit, I have really enjoyed watching this team develop and, and change the identity and change things. I agree, but the scary thing is all the injuries on defense. Yep, that's um, that's huge. You know, because when you can't stop somebody, you know, Jacoby's not Russell Wilson. He's not gonna come flying back from three scores down. Sure. Um, so right. you need to have that defense playing well most of the you know all the game. I and believe man, our, uh, Deshaun Watson is a scary yes. dude, man. He is for real, He's bro. He's a scary dude, I mean, and, and it sucks because I love watching him play, but I'm not going to watch him play this weekend. So is Patrick Mahomes, and if our front front four can get after, you know, we, you know, you know, you know, I've talked well, about. The Texans have had trouble protecting Watson, which is he's, he's taking two minutes, and that's that's our recipe for success: running the ball and getting some well, pressure that, on Watson. Uh, Ture, was it? To yeah, use that? out that's, for the year. That sucks. Uh, we, you know, so we we have generated pass rush, yes. but we also have to stop the run. 
make them one-dimensional. And, you know, our, we just we have to have to play a good game defensively. I think it would definitely be a close game. It would shock me if it was huge, one-sided. Huge, game, man. This uh, is one of these big early season games. You know, huge game. The Texans can play some defense, too. So, I, I you know, if I didn't love the Colts, I might tell you it's a stay away because I wouldn't know who to pick. But I love the no, Colts. I can't so believe this them. game's not – being moved to Sunday night. Come on, NFL, get a clue. Do the right thing. Well, I'll definitely be excited to watch it uh, or listen to it because I'll probably be in a gym somewhere around Indianapolis. Uh, my buddy I work with is like, uh, hey, man, I, you know, I got a couple tickets, great seats if you want them. I was like, oh, uh, let me check to see if my daughter plays. And I knew she had to play. So now I'm probably going to go watch them play. Uh, it's December 22nd. They're playing the Panthers. So I'll probably go to that one, but dang, I could have been at this one, you know. So yeah, Panthers but, matchup might be a little bit better than what you. Nah, but come on, this one, this is a this is a great game. So um, I I can't wait to watch that one. Colts fans everywhere excited. City's going to be a buzz. Oh yeah, the atmosphere is uh, going to be electric. But you know, it, it's not the end of the world if we don't win. No, by God, I'm no. going to win. <laughs> but know? yeah. So, but. I want to beat their ass. I mean, it's uh, it's one of those things. By the way, puts watch, you in the driver's seat of the AFC South. Watch for, for sure. Ty, man. His career numbers against the Texans. Oh man, he, he torches them. Does he really? Oh, I hadn't yeah. looked those up. Oh my. Yeah, I think for his career, he averages like eight for one fifty and a touchdown and a half a well, game. See, he's another guy that has to be healthy because we just don't really have that. Many yeah, receivers. bye week coming when it did, you know. Yeah, that, that probably helped for sure. So it's good to come off the bye week playing him because we should be about as healthy as we can be right now. So yeah. uh, as, as soon as we get the maniac, Darius Leonard. Yeah, back. and Hooker. Oh, man. So um, the afternoon games, even though if the Colts lose, I'll probably won't watch any of them. But, uh, <laughs> so the Chargers are going to Tennessee to play the Titans. Titans are two-point favorites. I could care less about well, this game. I was going to say, would, um, would there be any reason whatsoever you would watch a single uh, second of this game? You know, the Chargers. Maybe you got a cousin playing for one of them. Honestly, I don't even know who's going to win. I couldn't even. Yeah, if, you, if you gave me, if you just said, well, you don't have to bet the spread, just bet who's going to win. I don't know because, yeah. you know, Ryan Tannehill led Titans or the underperforming Chargers. I, I guess I'd know, lean so. towards Mike Vrabel and his defense at home. I would have to go with the home team yeah, for another I guess. But, uh, so, next game, the Ravens. Oh, this is going to be a good one, too. Oh, yeah. We're going to have uh, the Ravens going to the Seahawks. Oh, oh, what's that's going to be oh, interesting. yeah. Yes, it's going to be a good one. Um, I do that, that again. Better that better sounded be, uh, This better oh. – th- th- that better be, you know, when you, when you don't have the NFL uh, package Sunday yeah. ticket – you basically have to watch what's ever on in your area. Sure, you're, yeah. you're at the mercy. Now, luckily, the Cowboys don't play in that time slot, or they would definitely be the team. Well, you know, they'd be on. However, the Bears do play in that time slot, so I bet that's who's going to wind up. Uh, but, um, but, but the Seahawks and Ravens, that's going to be so good. I'd like uh, to see both quarterbacks play really well in this game, man. It could be fun to watch. Well, I'm going with the Ravens because the spread's three and a half. Now, if it was only three, I'm not sure. But here's the deal. Seahawks never kill anyone. They ever. haven't yet, no. They, in fact, they start slow, come roaring back, and then win by less than a touchdown. And the Ravens, I, you know, they're going to be competitive. I don't see them getting their, their ass handed to them or anything like that. So, um, I, you know, it's just a great game to, to watch. Two great yeah. Like high, you know, highlight real quarterbacks. Um, you know, it's it's gonna tough be tough one to pick. I, I'm I'm gonna go. I'm gonna take the uh, Seahawks with the points. I think their young players just keep continuing to get more comfortable, get better. 
Well, you don't get the points with the Seahawks. You oh, you're give giving the points, our, but yeah, I'm going to give the points. And but see, here's why: because they beat the Bengals by one, they beat the Steelers by two. I guess they got beat by the Saints. Uh, they did beat the Cardinals by 17, but they beat the Rams by one, and then they beat the Browns by four, which they shouldn't even won that game if Freddie Soup Kitchens wasn't the Brown uh, coach. Freddie Soup. Freddie. Uh. Put that on me. I made the calls. The kitchen sinks. They just do what I tell them to do. Freddie, the kitchen's too hot. Oh, Get gosh, on out, Freddie. Um, but so I, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna take the Ravens. I do think the Seahawks probably win at home, but I think it's a close game. So um, after that, the Saints are going to Chicago. Ooh. I believe Mitchell Trubisky, the ski man, the back? ski mask, is back. If I'm not mistaken. Uh, I'm not sure that's a good thing. If you're, if you're a Bears, Bears fan, fan, are you excited to hear that? Or I think I they're know. still waiting on Jim McMahon to come back. I don't know if he should be. That poor guy. But can't. here's the deal. Okay, so to me, this is two of the better defenses in the league, Saints and Bears going at it. I mean, wow, that's crazy that we're we're saying that. This is going to be one of the better. This is going to be like a twelve to ten game. Oh, I bet. oh, oh! Well, the Bears are good at those. If you don't, I don't know what the over under is because I don't have it in front of me because I told myself I was going to quit betting over unders. But bet the freaking under. You I, should quit. That. I bet. Well, I did win the one over under I did this week. Oh, it was really? the Falcons and uh, Cardinals. And it was like fifty two, and it wound man. up being like seventy five or seventy seven or whatever, sixty seven. But so bet the under. It's probably only going to be like thirty four or something. You know, ridiculous. Oh like my! That, really? I bet it will Ugh. be. These, if you look at Surely the defenses. No, thirty-eight. If, if you look at the Saints games, the Saints games are like twelve to ten. Yeah, uh, you know, fourteen wow. to seventeen, and the Bears' defense is is no less. So, I'm going to take the Saints. Or I, you I, know, I, I think I got to lean to the Saints too. Well, anything more than a field goal, With, and it's three and a half. So I'm which definitely Trubisky taking. coming back, who doesn't generate a whole hell of a lot of anything. I actually like the Saints to win this Lent game money line, folks. You oh, heard it. Oh, there you go. Whoop, whoop, oh, whoop, there you go. Whoop, whoop, whoop. Pick of the week. Saints money line. <laughs> Breaking news. Saints money line. So that'll be an interesting. Well, okay. If you like to watch defensive games, it'll be an interesting sure. game to watch. <laughs> sure. If you want to see an offensive shootout, don't watch that one. No. Uh, no, do not. So Sunday night. Oh, if you want to see an offensive shootout and you got Sunday ticket, you better be watching Ravens Seahawks during the I time agree. Period. I agree. Um, but Sunday night's the NFC East uh, big game there. Big game there. Eagles going to Dallas, going to Jerry World. I know you love them Cowboys. Oh, God. Cowboys are favored by three. So what are your thoughts on that one besides the fact that you hate them? They're both uh, three and three. You know, I – I hate to talk about Stephen A. Smith, but I'm kind of like him. Like, it's not the, the Cowboys that I hate. It's their fans. Wait, Stephen A. Smith is not a Cowboys fan. No, but he hates the Cowboys. Oh, he, he says he <laughs> he hates them because Bayless was a he, writer right. for he, Dallas, he hates whatever their it was. Fan. And yeah. I, that's why, because I have yeah. a couple family members. I thought you meant, like, because Stephen A. Smith. I was like, wait a minute. Well, no, I, I hate to, I mean, the guys. Stephen A. is kind of obnoxious. I think he's just... You know, no, when I hear him interviewed and he's not doing that personality sure. thing, and even like on his like sharp, radio show, yeah. yeah, he's just like a nice guy, um, like you know. But I think but I think a lot of those guys, though. I think a lot of those guys become characters that they're probably not really like. Sure. Some, some of those guys off the air are probably exactly who the right. like Ryan Rosillo, Clay Travis. 
some of those guys. They seem like Bill they Simmons, would be just they would like probably they be exactly. Yeah, yeah. Skip Bayless and and Stephen A. Yeah, and some right. of those guys. Shaving Sharp, Howard, you Colin know. Coward. I wonder what. No, he's I like. bet Coward would be yeah. pretty close. He yeah. might. He. I think he's. Uh, he's even admitted he's a little bit quiet. No, really, man. Like the Cowboys fans, and I, I. I guess it's just like this. No matter what part of the country you're in. Like I said, I have a couple family members that are. I mean, they're just obnoxious about the Cowboys. Doesn't matter what they do, win, lose. They're, they just talk about the Cowboys as if there's some godly franchise that's just a, a notch above every other franchise. And I'm just like, dude. Like I said, what have you done in the quarter century? Well, let's talk about this season. This season, they came out three and zero. Cowboys are one of the top teams in the NFC. Meet Eli Manning. And the mighty Giants. They beat the Giants, the Redskins, and the Dolphins. They beat the Dolphins. And and if you for if you look at not just our hierarchy, but anybody's you know power rankings, the Dolphins and the Skins are in the bottom three, bottom. and the yeah. Giants are in the bottom five. So absolutely, it definitely pumped the brakes because then they had to go to New Orleans, got beat in a close one, but twelve Scored 10, 10 to Saints. Points. Then the Packers came in, beat them by ten. And then they just lost to the Jets on a, on a game. And then they lost the Jets it. wasn't that close either. So uh, come on, folks. J E T S Jets Jets. So Jets, a part Jets. of you goes, are they due? Because there is a little bit of a are you due? Because they they've got talent. They got talent on defense. They got talent on offense. They had two linemen out. I don't know if they'll be back this they, week. I mean, what you have not said? You have not made one comment that's not true. But. Jason Garrett's a turd, Mac. I'm telling you, he's a turd. Well, now that's okay. So that's a good point. And here's they don't. I mean, here's why I check marked the Eagles and put money down the Eagles. Two reasons. Good call, my man. Two reasons: Doug Peterson and Carson Wentz. They win over Jason Garrett and Dak Prescott. Absolutely. Preston. Now, do I think Carson Wentz is leaps and bounds better no. than Dak? No, but he's better. He's more talented. Carson do I w- think Doug Peterson's leaps and bounds is a better coach than Jason Garrett? Yes. Hell yes, I do. But and the other thing too is that uh, you know Wentz is exactly he's the Manning type quarterback, the Luck type quarterback we talked about earlier, which is. If I give him the ball with a minute left, can he get me a score? Yes. Yes, yes. Prescott, uh, maybe not so much. Yes, uh, um, Especially if Amari Cooper doesn't play. You know, their offense. You know, that's, that's, a, that's a good point. Think man. about last year before they got Amari Cooper. Their offense was pretty boring yeah. and didn't score Cooper, a lot of points. Cooper put them kind of over the top. Cooper put them stretch over the top. So, I think he might still be out. That's a great point, man, with the, the coach and the quarterback. Now, don't get I me mean, wrong. The Eagles are not – they're 3-3, three and three too. Yeah, so they have not, a lot of injuries. And their secondary sucks. Uh, if Dak's going to have a get-right game, it's this game. So this is a game that's that's like the Eagles. And, and so far this year, I know it's early. They're 3-3. Three and three, But, like, you know, they went to Green Bay. They did. Got a huge victory in a game that nobody thought they had a chance. They also they got beat by the Redskins. And we they got beat by the Redskins. And the Falcons, oh. who suck. Exactly. So this just feels like – like I said, I think Doug Peterson – is one of those coaches in a game he knows this is one as far as winning that division because just just get them into playoffs you know they've got they've got the kind of tools and team I mean so I think he'll have them ready man and if Cooper doesn't play and would it surprise me if Dallas won by two scores no I wouldn't be shocked no because no. like you said Dallas has the pieces but I just think their head coach is an ostrich going gets tough he's one he's gonna go 
bury his head in the sand and you know, well, come up and hope that everything worked out. That's why I think it's probably going to be a close game, and in a close game, give me them points and give me Doug Peterson and Carson Wentz sure. over Jason Garrett. Yeah, I agree. Uh, the clapper, as he's affectionately known, because he Jason likes to clap. Garrett, get the um, hell out of here with you know, So that's, you know, I, I'm I'm gonna roll the dice on on the Eagles here and take them. It probably should be a good game. It's a division game. If you sure. can't get up for a division game, sure. on, especially when you're both three and three. And we'll uh, probably watch it since the NFL well, won't move the Colts and Texans this Sunday. I don't think they one should. Game on there, so. Uh-huh. But, and then the Monday night game is uh, Patriots are going to uh, Jersey. Playing the Jets and Sam Darnold. Hey, hey, um, hey. Yeah, it's 10 points, and I'm taking the Patriots. You're so taking the Patriots. Just, you know, gonna I'm, I'm going right to shock there. you, and I'm going to take the Jets here with these points. Uh, I don't, I'm not going to argue New that. England, uh, to me, I think and – I, and I, I was listening to a couple guys talk about the Patriots today. Uh, I And I when I thought about it, I said, like, you know what, that's – that's 100% true. Like, they haven't look played the last, anybody good. The last three or four weeks, they've not been able to get the, throw the ball down the field very well. They've ran the ball well enough. It, like, their defense is great. And I think that's – Hey, you're telling me. I got them on both fantasy teams. <laughs> both of them? Uh, jackpot. They're averaging about 24, 25 oh, points. And for jackpot. You, for you non-fantasy players out there, if your D can get you eight, seven, yeah. nine, you're happy. If double get, digits. They is, get double digits. Yeah, you're, you're, you're thrilled. My, last week, I started out the week with them getting 30. Thank yeah. you. I had that yeah. one wrapped up before Sunday but, uh, even started. Before Jameis could throw his first pick, I had that one wrapped up. Oh, that's up, so sad. Know? But now, really uh, – Patriots offense has been a little underwhelming the last two or three weeks, and uh, well, Brady did throw for three thirty-four last week, but I see your point. He didn't, mean, throw, you know, he didn't throw for any touchdowns. He threw probably fifty passes, though. You know what I mean? Yeah, I mean it. It was it was. Uh, They're not generating points in the red zone like they were earlier in the year. Uh, so this, I just think this one could be the Jets are riding an emotional high, and definitely think well. Obviously, they're a hell of a lot better with Darnold in the lineup. So, uh, I, I can know. see this being 28-17. Well, until – until 27-17. or 27-20. But until proven otherwise, I'm going with the Patriots. It's kind of like Alabama before Vegas sure. really started pumping up all their spreads. Safe call, but just, I mean, just keep in mind. Because really, the only team that's played them close is the Bills, and the Bills defense yeah. is good. It is in really case you good, didn't yeah. know, folks. The really Bills defense good. is really good. They got this. No, they don't have the. Who the hell do the Bills play this week? Where are they at? I know they're. At, well, I thought they I know were they, off. I know they play. I thought they did because uh, I picked up uh, what's his name, uh, Josh Allen. They're playing. Huh. Oh, man, maybe I'm just. Maybe my bearings are off. I don't really think there's a lot of people. And that's out there. when the big money starts rolling in, my man. Yeah, I don't think there's a lot of people clamoring for our uh, take on the Bills, but uh, ah, they deserve our respect, though. Listen, they're pretty good team right now. Oh I mean, yeah, and the, see the thing I like about the oh, Bills, Mac, no. is the way they play. They can go on the road, and I, I don't think playing on the road is a big deal. I must have forgot to write this one down because they do play the Dolphins this week. And they're seventeen point favorites. The Bills are seventeen point favorites. Yeah, now I don't. I, well, I guess I'm staying. Maybe I didn't write it down because I'm staying away from it. Yeah. Because I don't trust them to score enough points to win by yeah. seventeen. But if if any if ever there is a team in the league that you know an offensively challenged team has a big game against, well, no. there you go. It's, it's Miami. Well, because you know. 
the thing is, like we just said, the Bills' defense is nasty, and that's why they're four and one. Straight, um, just mean and nasty. And they're going to be five and one. They're going to yes. beat the Dolphins. Dolphins suck. They're going to beat them, and they're five prob- and one. Only lost to the Patriots. You know, they're probably going to beat game. them. Like, uh, it, you know what? They might win by seventeen. They could be a, a twenty-one to three game or something yeah, like that. Uh, but I just I don't trust the Bills' offense enough to to generate enough points to win by seventeen. I could totally regret that, but I did pick up Josh Allen because really the old I don't know the Dolphins' D is probably awful, but I don't know. I was like Allen. No, yeah. Allen he makes a lot of mistakes, no, but he score he runs the ball. He's always running for like good forty athlete, yards a yeah. game, and he usually runs for a score. So he usually gets like 10, 10 points on the ground. He's like even that. if even if he throws like a pick or two, like he usually comes out looking. He's decent. like that Jones kid that plays QB for the Giants. He oh run around God. a little bit. Run around a little bit. Run around a little bit. You and your fascination oh, yeah. with your namesake there. Uh, yeah, we good. almost forgot a game there if we weren't talking about how sick the Bills' defense was. So uh, that'll do it for the upcoming Week 7 in the NFL. Uh, we'll be back in just a second from the Powerline Lounge, but uh, be quite honest, we got to pee. So see you in a bit. And we are back here live to Powerline Lounge yes, with sir. the Wiley and Mac Show. Should mention at Wiley and Mac Show on Twitter. Uh, Wiley and Mac Show at gmail.com is oh, the yes. email. Oh, yes. Uh, part of the Brown Station Sports Nation. Hit and us up. We are, uh, we're going to talk a little college football. We just went through the NFL. Uh, upcoming week seven, uh, but feels like college football kind of, sort of, finally got good this let, past I'm gonna, week. Well, I mean, I don't know, man. Here, here's the deal. Part of my broken English here. Well, but it's uh, it's one of those things that you know I'm looking at the top ten basically, and I'm seeing all these big spreads. I still, who's Alabama played yet? Right. You know they're they're playing Tennessee, which it's not their fault. Tennessee effing sucks. Yeah, I don't know about but, you, Mac, but it, I just it bothers me that these. Four to six teams every year that are head and shoulders better than the rest of the country. Well, it doesn't bother they're, me. They're playing you built better programs. Well, right. But, I mean, what I'm saying is as a football, college football fan, I'm seeing we're in week seven, week eight, and you're seeing these spreads in conference games. I mean, Alabama, Clemson, Ohio State, they're going on the road and favored by 28 well, and 34 yeah, points. You know, I think pers- that's, that's just personally not good for, for me, the brand, man. I think that uh, – you know, you allow so many scholarship players, and I don't know what the number is. I think it's like 93 or something like that. So so teams like Alabama and Clemson can hoard all these good dudes. Now, we've seen a lot of tra- – they've made transfers. Well, that's amazing to me that they're able to do we've it. We've seen some of that, and I like that. But but they can hoard all these dudes. Whereas in the NFL, you're allowed a 53-man roster. Yeah. 53 or 54? One of the I other. think it's 54. But so you're allowed that – so, you know, if, if guy 55, you want to keep him, tough shit. You know, you yeah. go on the practice squad, you can keep like – Ten guys play. in the practice squad yeah, or something they can't like that. Play. So, but uh, you know, Alabama, LSU, these guys, these teams can hoard all the top top athletes, and so you don't see a lot of the guys going to Ole Miss or you know uh, Georgia Tech. Yeah, or, I mean that's know. crazy because some of these guys that are third on the depth chart at Bama and Ohio State and Clemson, I mean you know they could be they could be on the field playing. For other, I mean, other Power Five schools, you know, and, you know and part of that's coaching too. I mean, you know, if you look at the top teams, one of the things they have in common, they got great coaches. Uh, it's sure do. You don't see a lot of half-ass coaches lucking their way into the college yeah, football I'm a big, playoffs. Big uh, Dabo Sweeney fan, by the way. Well, and you know, 
so uh, no one's going to argue Nick Saban in their favor by 34.5, but the number two team now is old Ed Orgeron, Ed Mr. Crawfish, yeah. Mr. Louisiana. Son, if you come to my school, you can go to a gas station and get the best barbecue you ever had in your life. We got good people down here. We got a great program down here in the bayou. And But see, now, he was one that I honestly thought, like, you know what? Great. He fits LSU to yeah. a T. Loves yeah. him from Louisiana, from the bayou. Yeah. But I it's thought my there's dream job, no son. way he's a good coach. Now, he's probably a good position coach. You don't think? Well, okay, so that's what I thought, right? Oh, okay. When they first hired I him, know where I, you thought, were going with that. I thought, he, dude, he's got offensive line coach written all over him. But not now even what's coordinator. Happened? But he's actually turned him around. Now they've hired got some good coordinators. Throwing uh, the ball down the field like they never would. Well, and, and to me, and people are giving Joe Burrows a lot of credit for that, and as he should, the Ohio State transfer. Um, and we watched play oh, this I forgot weekend. He was at Ohio State. But but and Joe Burrow does deserve some of that credit. But it's not been a lack of talent. It's not like well we just didn't have the quarterback. We didn't have the receivers. Right. It's been to me. It's been the play calling and the overall yeah, offensive just system philosophy. And yeah. they and they finally opened it up. So now they're 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 dueling out there. They might actually beat um, Alabama. I mean when, when the time ooh, comes, ooh. Um, which they're playing Mississippi State at Mississippi State. They're eighteen and a half point favorites. But LSU. Yeah, I okay. mean. They, LSU's looking good. So yeah, they look like they're for where, real. Whereas at the beginning of the year, I thought, okay, this is uh, this is Clemson, and this is uh, and this is Alabama, and everybody else kind of just getting right. line behind them. Uh, I honestly think LSU's got. Now, a, now we're talking about you know Bama's. You know, they're going to have to play well to to get there. Well, and and so now we'll start to see a little bit more next week because Auburn's coming to LSU, and then the hey, week after that, Auburn's LSU, good, folks. Yeah, the the week at well, yeah, don't tell me because I bet on them to beat Florida and that oh. didn't work out. But uh, so then, then uh, but then LSU goes to Alabama. So they got after Mississippi State, they got a they got a. We'll see what they're made of when they go to Alabama. Should we be should be uh, would should be, should we be uh, throwing some credit to Florida? Had a pretty good year. Florida's playing well so far. Um, you know they they did beat Auburn. I didn't think they could do it. Uh, now this week they're they're ranked number nine. They're playing at South Carolina, who pulled <laughs> off the big old upset over Georgia. Tried to lose. That was one of those. Oh, they're gonna lose. They're gonna lose. They're gonna lose because they're winning the whole game. Really. And then at the end of regulation, missed a field goal. It's like, well, you're going to overtime. You're gonna lose. That's yeah. just how. Now you're gonna lose. Hey, good effort. Had fellas. your chance. Good but effort. It's not gonna happen. Then they go to overtime, miss another field goal. Well, oh, it's over with. You're gonna lose. But but Georgia was just like, man. Georgia not, just couldn't not, get out of their not, own way. Not, I guess. Doing it. And they couldn't throw the ball downfield, which I like Jake Fromm, but that's kind of been. One of his, uh, you know, you'll see that when he starts getting evaluated for the NFL and yeah, the combine I was say, stuff. He's not going to get it done. Great at the next leader, level. Yeah. but he does not throw the ball downfield. Will he be a good NFL quarterback? He might be a starter, but he's not. You know, he doesn't. He's not loaded with with arm talent. Carry a franchise type guy. Yeah. So, um, you know, Clemson's going to Louisville. Louisville's had a bit of a resurgence lately. Um, you know, they're. Still going to get their ass kicked by Clemson. Probably. Well, I'm glad Louisville fans feel a little better about how things are going, but it's not going to be pretty. Well, and, you know, I, I think that uh, Clemson, uh, 
they've not performed up to people's expectations. I mean, they're still undefeated, no, no, but they've no. got they've been moved back to number three. You know, they were number one, and then Georgia slid in front of them, and then Georgia gets beaten. LSU slides. Yeah, in which front I, of them. I know Dabo's probably fine with that. He's just worried about you know get us in that playoff. And well, Louisville's a quiet four and two. You know, after starting the year getting beat by Notre Dame, thirty five seventeen. Uh, then they played the the, the directional Kentucky schools, Eastern and Western. Uh, the directional Kentucky. And they got beat by an awful Florida State. Sorry, yeah. Gary, but the Florida State. Just, but they yeah. did get they did beat Louisville. Then they beat Boston College and they beat Wake. But they're putting some points up, man. Last week it was sixty two to fifty nine that Wake Forest score. What sixty two to fifty nine? Yeah. And, Damn. and the week before that they scored forty one against Boston College. They there you go. They don't play any defense, and that's what's going to kill them. Uh, now I don't know that Clemson will. You know, Clemson killed Florida State this weekend. 40 Forty-five, fourteen, uh, and then they. But other than that, you know, they killed Syracuse forty-one to six, but they beat Texas A&M twenty-four to ten. Um, you know, they beat. They only beat uh, North Carolina by one. So I don't know. I, I definitely think Clemson wins by at least two touchdowns. Yeah, I, Might win know, by three, but I'll probably stay away from that one. That's Clemson's a lot of points. still really good, and and I believe they're going to be playing their best football at the end of the season. I, I just have. I'm that confident in Dabo Sweeney. Um, but, yeah, you're well, right. They, they haven't blown people away. Trevor Lawrence didn't have the kind of year that everybody expected. But well, and the ACC sucks. The ACC so they basically suck, have yeah. the entire year to kind of tune up. for Because if you look at their schedule and you go, all right, well, who do they got to play during the regular season? Well, um, after they play Louisville, they play Boston College. And then they play Wofford. Wofford. And then they play NC State. You say Wofford? Wofford. Then they play NC State. He's usually okay, but then they play Wake Forest, who's actually having a good year at 5-1. and one. And then they play South Carolina, you know, for the in-state rivalry type thing. So, um, they, you know, until they get to the playoffs, they shouldn't be challenged. Even in the ACC championship game, I don't know really that it's going to be that big of a challenge. Yeah, who the hell are they going to play in that? Now, Ohio State goes to Northwestern. Northwestern not having a good season. No. You know what, though, Mac? That stadium they play in, man, is like the Bermuda Triangle sometimes. Have you seen some of the games they've had there? Like when Ohio State, Michigan are really, really, really good. And would surprise me if some some crazy stuff happens there. But at the you know, well, they're twenty eight point favorites, um, and you know, it's it's you a I mean? it's a Friday night game, so weird things could happen yeah, when you this play deep on weird into the nights. Season yeah. in there. Oh, man. But I mean, they got beat by Wisconsin. Well, they stayed with Wisconsin. They only got beat by nine. They got beat by Nebraska by three. Michigan State, Michigan State twenty one. So I mean, I don't know. Sorry, Northwestern. Usually you play a respectable six and six type of. Yeah, uh, yeah. Year. I mean, I, I think they're not I'm happening not. for you this year. Hopefully not against the Hoosiers when you play them here. And, nah, uh, they're going down in a few weeks at IU. That's so, right. Which, by the way. We didn't talk about any of the last week's stories besides Georgia, but uh, IU put it on Rutgers, thirty-five to nothing. Came out quick, yeah, quick. They were up twenty-one nothing. Uh, um, defense got the first touchdown. Well, and then offense, and then, they kind of shut our offense. Well, I don't know if they shut our offense. Yeah. We, we kind of shut our own offense right. down. Um, uh, but then you know we got it back going again in the third quarter. Um, our quarterback Penix, man, he looks he looks like he's got the goods, man. I mean. Keep in mind, he's a redshirt freshman. Yeah, he's, he's uh, still young. He's young, but, man, he, he's got a lot of talent, though. He's a good thrower of the ball, yeah, man. T- you know who's not a good thrower of the ball? Joe Flacco. The entire Rutgers team. Yeah, they, they're you know, a mess. How many, how many yards did they throw for the other day? 
Are you going to make me say it out loud? Say it out loud. One freaking yard. A college football team, a Power 5 college it's football team. not a typo, team, folks. Threw for one yard. And granted, I love the Hoosiers, but the Hoosiers, they're not coming out with Alabama's D-line not known for their Clemson's defense. Defensive or, notoriety. I mean, we, we play our little hearts out, but uh, no. <laughs> one, even Tom Allen after the game was kind of like shocked, like, oh, I'd love to credit our defense, but you just – that's. It's kind of hard to do. You don't see that, yard, yeah. you know. Um, Mac, uh, and this quick. week, this week they're going to Maryland. They're five and a half point favorites. So that's a game. If if they're going to play in a bowl game, and I mean, this is the game they need to go to Maryland to take care of business. Maryland has looked atrocious the last couple weeks, and uh, I think top to bottom, I Indiana, it's just they're a better football team, and you you, do, you know we don't need to see a let up here or a letdown. Well, and. You know, Maryland started off, you know, kind of got people's attention. They sure. beat Howard 79 to nothing. Yeah. They killed Syracuse 63 20. Everybody thought Syracuse was But decent. now we realize Syracuse is Then they got good. beat by Temple. They got ranked, and then they got beat by Temple by three. And then Penn State just put it on oh, 59 they just to nothing. awful. Um, then they killed Rutgers, big, big whoop. But then Purdue whipped the crap out of them at yeah, Purdue. Yeah, destroyed them. I don't think anybody thinks Purdue's that good this year. So, um, uh, quick little. Uh, tidbit here for you so if you get this since 2017 two big 10 teams have four shutouts can you name them if it's iu then it's i'd be shocked i don't know who is it wisconsin and your indiana hoosiers since two th- what yeah oh well that's one of them was eastern illinois eastern illinois year. rutgers and, and then another one was rutgers if i'm not yeah mistaken. i think one two <laughs> of the four were rutgers and yeah but i, I mean hey Listen, I could Ohio I, State and these other teams, they play bad teams too. I man. know I know why Rutgers uh why are they got in into the Big Ten. I know because uh, they wanted that T V market in the in the yeah, Northeast. That, uh even though no one in Jersey cares about or New no. York area cares about Rutgers. But they but it allows them to be on T V. But come on, dude. Just come on. Nah. That was a bad decision. Hell, I'd rather have Buffalo. Would they be considered Northeast? Yeah, get them in there. They at least have good football team. Yeah, or yeah, Buffalo. Somebody. Yeah, I don't some, know. Yeah, man. that's never. Ugh. Whatever. It sucks. Ugh. But uh, so I like what I'm seeing out of the Hoosiers. Though I Both will take the, the Hoosiers. I will take the Hoosiers and give Absolutely. up the five and a half points. Absolutely. But, um, so Ohio State's going to kill Northwestern. It may not be 28, but it probably will be because Ohio State's really rolling right Shout now. Shout out to uh, Hoosiers Wap Fillier, by the way. Yeah, had a big game. Star junior receiver, but really good. Um, so then Oklahoma's at five. They're going or they're West Virginia's coming their way. That's a 33 and a half point fit. So 33 and a half. Uh, yeah, <sighs> you look at the top five here and you go. Here's the spreads. 34.5, Alabama, Tennessee. 18.5, LSU, Mississippi State. 24, Clemson, Louisville. 28, Ohio State, Northwestern. 33.5, Oklahoma, West Virginia. Go on to number six, Wisconsin's playing Illinois. That's a 31-point favorite. So, I mean, the top six teams, the lowest spreads, 18.5, and and five out of the six are over 24. See, I I don't think that's good for college football. It sucks, dude. It's it's awful. It, It because you should want to watch the best teams, but sure. I don't want to watch any of these games. No, exactly. You know? I don't. Unless you're an Ohio State fan, you're not going to watch no, that. Why would you? Unless you're a Clemson fan, you're not going to watch Clemson. Well, Oklahoma you know? favored by 33 and a half. Oh, yeah, I want to tune mean, into that. So then you get to seven. That's the game that's probably going to be on a lot of people's watch list. It's now, okay, Penn State in Happy Valley playing Michigan. 
know our boy Peach is really excited oh, yeah. about that. Oh, yeah. Uh, Penn State's favored by nine. Penn State's kind of sneaky good, and I say sneaky because I don't think really – I don't know where they started the year, but I know it wasn't yeah, top they, ten. They, well, they just don't have any big-name uh, big star players well, they lost like they sorely, sure, and they lost yeah. their best receiver. And, their best running back, Miles Sanders, is playing a lot for the Eagles this year. Uh, so, they don't, I mean, replacing all those guys – you know, that's hard to do. But that, so they don't have any household names right now, but they are well coached and playing very, very well. And I expect that, you know what, I have no problem with giving the nine points and taking them against Michigan and their Jim Harbaugh led. Oh, I so still you, think it's 1984. And we'll, I don't know. Michigan's been playing better, though, haven't they? Well, I would hope so. Did you see what happened in, in Madison, Wisconsin? Well, yeah, I yeah, mean, yeah. Come on. I uh, I still think because Michigan's still ranked 16. They're still it's five like and a one. Program like Michigan though, it's it, it's like you play Wisconsin. It'd be like if you're going to Syracuse to play in the Orange Dome. You got to know ahead of time they're going to play that trapping zone in the half court. And it's like you know what how they're going to play with these. Give me a break, man. Well, so Penn State had an impressive win this last weekend. They went to Iowa and won 17 to 12. Uh, which I, I watched most of that. I took Iowa because uh, it was like three and a half, and I thought Iowa will keep it close, and they did. I mean, it was I was a good, I was good team, man. I'm telling you, they, they played physical, they ran the ball. But you know, Penn State beat Purdue 35 to seven. They beat Maryland 59 to nothing. They beat Pittsburgh 17 10. So they start solid. They started out the year ranked 15th. So they've worked their way up to number seven. They're six and zero. Oh. Um, you know, nine points. I don't know about nine points because I know after Michigan got their ass clocked by Wisconsin, everybody kind of gave up on them. And well, let's not forget the close game with Army. It wasn't just the Wisconsin loss, right? They barely beat Army. You, know, you mentioned they've been playing better. Who have they two overtimes played better against the last well, couple so weeks? So Rutgers, <laughs> you know, and they did beat Iowa ten to three. It was at Michigan, uh, and then they beat Illinois. So. Um, so after the Wisconsin game, they beat Rutgers and Illinois and Iowa. Iowa's a good, respectable team. Illinois That's sucks. That's a good win. Iowa's Rutgers good. sucks. So we'll find a lot. Well, I mean, if you don't already think you know a lot about Michigan, if you're a Michigan fan out there, you got a tough road coming up. You better believe you, it. You're going to Happy Valley. Then Notre Dame's coming to town. Yes, uh, that's right. Irish. Go Irish. Town. Uh, then they go to Maryland. Then Michigan State comes your way. Then you're dead because you're coming to Bloomington, yeah, Indiana. Yeah, you're coming, coming, coming to the Bloomington, rock, Indiana, boys. Playing at the Rock. Forget about that. Then you got the Then, then you got you're the Buckeyes, dead. So. I like it. Then you're dead. Yeah, so – so I don't know Michigan nine points. Maybe I do take that because I don't uh, know. I don't know if Michigan can keep up with their score. Hear me out on this, Mac. I, I really, really, really want to see Penn State take care of business here. Because I just we well, want to, but because do you think they win double digits? I do. So? I do. I just don't think Michigan's offense has joined this century yet, and I, I want to see that how how State Penn State un, two undefeated teams match up late in the season. Well, That's kind of, why that'd be one of them big. That'd be like the Colts and Texans, maybe this week. I mean, it's a huge game. So the funny thing is, is, you look at Michigan, you go, okay, they scored forty the first game, but it was against Middle Tennessee State. They scored twenty four the second game, but it was against Army and two overtime. Two overtime score twenty four. Yeah. Then they get beat by Wisconsin. They score fourteen, and that was like after they're already down. I mean, like, Wisconsin you know, score. 
and 35. Yeah. Then they score 52, but it's Rutgers, and Rutgers shouldn't even be playing Division One football. Nope. Then they only score 10 against Iowa, who does have good defense. Which Iowa score. does that to people. Then they score 42 against Illinois, who sucks. So why is Illinois not on Indiana's schedule? I don't know. Couldn't they just get us all? Ah. Get, put us in with, like, Illinois, Purdue, Northwestern. Make that whole division. Rutgers, of Maryland. <laughs> just let – those other dudes fight it. Let well, I definitely need to realign those divisions. Wisconsin's going to win that division How about every this? year. Wisconsin, we'll trade you. We'll go to the Big Ten West, and you come to the East. And there you yeah, go. So we'll battle out with Nebraska and Iowa yeah. and Minnesota and Illinois. So. And Purdue. Uh, number eight, the Irish. They are off this week. The well earned bye hey, week. Get the bye week, and then um, then then head to uh, the big house. Huh? Yeah, we already talked about Florida going to South Carolina, which hey. Better only, be ready to play, boys. I, it was it's only five points, and um, you know, obviously before South, South Carolina, a little respect. Well, that's what I was going to say. Before uh, South Carolina's big win last week, I, I would have pretty much bet that would have been double digits because you know they were two and three going into that game last week. So um, I think uh, the, the spread was definitely double digits before that happened. So. Uh, but Florida, you know, their last game out, they got beat by LSU by two touchdowns on Saturday. Um, so, but, you know, LSU's a really good team, and it was at LSU. So yes, sir. I don't really think you can write yes, Florida sir. off just based on that. So. No, no. So, um, then Georgia plays at Kentucky. It should be a get-right game for them because Kentucky's yeah, yeah, yeah. not any good. Uh, however, I don't think Kentucky's horrible, though. Georgia better – not sleepwalk through that game. Nah, uh, Kentucky kind of has an lost IU. a starting quarterback, so that killed. Them. They were playing really well. Yeah, Kentucky kind of has an IU type program. I hate to say that because I hate Kentucky's. I think you're just saying that because Kentucky's a basketball school. Nah, well, no, Kentucky's been I think it's a lot just better because than football. No, that's the last not true. four or five years. No, that's not. You sure? True. No, they they're like IU. They're trying to get okay. six and six every year. Now, well, sure. people would argue, yeah, but but they're in the SEC and I use the Big Ten. Yeah, they're in the SEC well, East, and I use in the Big Ten East, and I'll stack right. those two up against it any day, bud. Because after Georgia in the SEC yeah, East, tell me who's a badass. Now right. there's good teams, but sure. Tennessee sucks. Yes. Vanderbilt sucks. Sucks. Uh, who else is on that side of the coin there? Is it Ole Miss uh, or Mississippi State? No, they're both in the West. Uh, Missouri. Man, Missouri. Yeah. Aren't they in the SEC now? That doesn't matter. The they SEC suck East too. Yeah, they suck too. So Kentucky this year, they beat Arkansas by four. Uh, they lost to South Carolina by seventeen. They lost to Mississippi State. They lost to Florida. But so I, here's the thing, though: the spread is twenty five. I don't know about that. I I would probably stay away from that. I think Georgia wins, but I mean, the thing is, take the cats, Mac. Make some money. Well, oh, maybe man. we can't bet. Yeah, well, Kentucky, I bet if I, I bet if I can make some money. But see, here's the thing: Georgia. Okay, so they beat. If you want to look at teams, they beat that bad. They they didn't beat Vanderbilt that bad. They beat them by 24, not 25. They beat Murray State that bad. They beat Arkansas. The they beat Arkansas State that bad. They beat Notre Dame by six. Boo. Um, they Boo. beat Tennessee that bad. But you know, Georgia's not. They've handled. They've handed. You know that kind of loss to some. Yeah bad teams but uh, so i don't know but kentucky might be the way to go on that one um then you know one good game at number 12 oregon's playing at washington who's number 25 there you go, uh, there you go. So that's what you want to see there two ranked conference yeah, teams and oregon's three-point favorite um 
man, that's, I don't have a whole lot of respect for West Coast basketball, eh, but football still, or basketball. Be game. Uh, another good game would be 18 Baylor, who's si- quietly undefeated at 6-0, and going to Oklahoma State, oh. who's 4-2. and That's a three-and-a-half point. Actually, Oklahoma State's favored in that. Even really? Though, yeah, even though Baylor's undefeated. I guess Baylor hasn't run into the tough part of their schedule yet. No, and, you know, it's at Oklahoma State. That's a respectable program. So. Big 12, correct? It is a Big Twelve. There probably will be a lot of points scored. A lot scored. of points, no defense. Uh, you know, Baylor six and zero, but who have they played? Good question. They beat Texas Tech in two overtimes last week. They beat you know Kansas State at Kansas State. They beat Iowa State. So they beat some teams, I guess. You know, um, and then they've played three crappy teams. So uh, Arizona State's going to Utah. That'll be a good one. Herm, Herm, Herm. Five and one you against play. five and one. To win the game. This line's weird, though. Uh, there must be, and I don't, like we just talked about West Coast football, I, I do pay attention a little bit to Arizona State because I like Herm, but the spread is 14 in Utah's favor, and Utah's 5-1, and one, Arizona State's 5-1. and one. Utah's ranked 13th, Arizona State's ranked 17th, so I don't know if people got suspended wow. or hurt yeah, or what. Yeah. Two touchdowns, for, you would think a game something like that would that, you think be, would be like, like a field a goal, four, maybe five, three maybe and four, a half, yeah. something like that. Uh, so the, I'll have to do some research on that one because if nobody's hurt, I'll take Arizona State. Yeah, that's an odd. You're right. That is an odd I mean, spread. You know, they, they, they've actually had a good, you know, good season. Then Herm, isn't Herm a guy that you'd be like, yeah, I'd send my son to play for oh, him. Oh, definitely. You know what I mean? He's, you know, and maybe it's seeing him on ESPN after he was done coaching, but even yeah. when he did coach, because I mean, Arizona State. You know, they beat Washington State last week. Um, they, it's a good win. They beat Cal, yeah. who was ranked at the time. They did lose Colorado. But even their losses are – well, they only had one loss is by three. So, I don't know why um, – I don't know why that spread is 14. I'm going to have to do some more research because that looks like an easy money game. You know, Utah's handled their last couple opponents, but their last couple opponents have been Washington State and Oregon State, which Washington State, Mike Leach, you know – we thought they were good, and they've kind of fallen to pieces. But they got beat by USC, um, you know. So I don't know. I, I don't see why it's fourteen. I'm going to go with the probably going to take Arizona State unless I can find some research that isn't contradicts a, that. Isn't Mike Leach a guy that, to me, it seems like he'll always have a job somewhere? Well, Cause he's, just because no. You know, well, maybe. Well, he, because even at a struggling Power Five conference team, well. It's, Hire Leach, man. We'll average 40 a game. We well, might give up exciting. 35 a game. He's yeah. exciting, and he always yeah. gives good press conferences. I, sure. I kind of like the guy. He's weird, but, you know. Um, and then the, the last game that looked like it was halfway decent was Boise State going to BYU, which I will not watch, but it's six no. and a half point spread. So, um, But, yeah. so All you West Coasters got some good ball games to There are some good West Coast week. games out there. So, um, up at the top of the – up at the top, like we said, it's a lot of big spreads and probably not a lot of excitement. But, uh, you know, you hope to see that one. I guess the one – if there's going to be one marquee game of the week, it's going to be Penn State. Uh, it's going to be Michigan going to Penn State. I agree. The marquee game of the week. So, um, you know, other than that, that's that's college football for the week. Let's hope the Hoosiers go to uh, Maryland and get that big win. Take but, care uh, of business, Hoosiers. Take care of business. Other than that, uh, you know, we got the NBA playing a little bit. Uh, you know, we, we had the whole China controversy oh, with Daryl yeah. Morey. Um, you know, it was uh, – which, I, you know, I don't, I don't care uh, about a lot I, of that I stuff. But here's the thing. Morey sends that tweet out. seemed innocent enough to me. Sure. But then uh, here's the thing about – so we got to talk about LeBron, right? Of course we, we do. We have to because yeah. – 
here's the thing. He didn't say anything, and I thought, well, that's pretty smart. Just not right. Say anything. I just wouldn't want to touch it. Waits a week. Yeah. All right. So it's not like he didn't think about it. It's not like somebody caught him off guard. Like, oh no, I didn't know this question was coming. Waits a week, and then says that Maury makes an uneducated statement. Um, and that he needs to be careful about what he says because he can yeah. harm people financially, physically, after and, he After LeBron himself had to research it for a week. Well, here's the thing. You're calling a dude with the Northwestern degree in the MBA <laughs> or whatever, his graduate degree from MIT. I know. And you came straight out of high school. So you, first of all, you're going to say he's making an uneducated statement? All right. Which, don't get me wrong, you could be educated and make an uneducated right. statement. Make a dumb statement. You could be uneducated right. and make a very smart statement. So sure. Don't get me wrong. But a bit of a bold thing to say, when most guys would consider, if you took a poll of smartest GMs in the NBA, Maury's going to be right at the top. Yeah, most, I'm sure. I'm people, sure he would be. Before yeah. he made this thing. so Because he made a big stink. Bad timing on his part, probably, or maybe good timing oh, if he yeah. wanted to cause LeBron, like. But, but, but not only that, so... What's uneducated about saying you're pro-democracy, though? There's no education right. about that. That's right. not like, oh, you don't know the research behind it. No, it's they were a democracy. They were under British rule till their lease ran out or whatever. Then China got... China <laughs> till their lease ran out. Then China took over, and now China's making them live under their communist rule, and they don't want to. There's not a lot of education to go with that. Right. I, I barely paid attention to it. And I know what it's about, you know. Um, Man, you know, for me, it's like LeBron is trying to be this Muhammad Ali type figure and on all these social and political issues. Man, I'm just like, stop it, man. Nobody's buying that. None of you, none of you, not, not just LeBron. I don't want to just pick on a pigeonhole him, but I mean, none of you guys are struggling the way that your predecessors and guys 30, 40, 50 years ago did and. You don't have to deal with the things they have to do. Not maybe some occasionally, I mean, not to the degree. It's just, just stop it, well, man. But not only that, but you are literally looking out for your own self-interest. Literally, your your shoes your shoes get made over there. You want sure. space get jam gets shown over there. Oh, your yeah. popularity over there. You are literally looking out for oh, your yeah. own self-interest, and you're trying to tell Maury that he needs to be careful about who he's hurting. Blah blah blah. blah. No. Yeah. He's not. Uh, no. Sorry, pal. Like, I don't care what side you fall on. If you're like, well, you know, maybe China should get to rule those people under communism. Whatever. I would hope you wouldn't be on that side. But, right. But let's say you are. LeBron's the one that's very selfish and has, you know, all this. Like, Maury, his team is actually one of the more popular teams in China because of Yao Ming. He actually had something to lose by making that sure. statement. Sure. Yeah. LeBron, now, he might have had something to lose had he said, well, you know what, he's right, and from now on right. my shoes are going to get made in Akron, Ohio, or, you know, he's right. Com- you know, Mac, remember, this is the people. same guy that, that compared all the NFL owners to slave plantation owners. But that's that's my point. Is he, he has, <laughs> like, he's looking out for his own self-financial interests you know, because he doesn't want to get it to where they can't show Space Jam oh, over there, exactly. sell his shoes or whatever. Because yeah, like he that. nobody, he knows nobody's going to watch the son of a bitch in America. Yeah, but I mean, it's, it's just—it's yeah. it's amazing to me that he took a week and that's the statement. Like he could have came out with something innocuous, hey. like 
you know, probably bad timing, and we should probably let people handle their own affairs in their own country. Something very innocuous like that. Right, which right. Maybe like, I don't want to comment pussy, on what's you know. going on over there. Because <laughs> to call his statement, I, I mean, it just it that was a brazen, stupid. Speaking of, you know what? Speaking of Space Jam, isn't it? Is it just me, or am I looking too far into this? It's kind of funny to me that there's always been this, you know, okay, it, it's Michael and LeBron, and who's better, who's the best all time, blah, 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 which I don't – There's that's not a conversation for me to have because I know where I stand on this. But you always wanted like, well, I'm, I'm me. I'm not the next Jordan. I'm this – so you're doing Space Jam now? How about get your own freaking movie? <laughs> How that sound? That's a good point that I have. How about get your own of, freaking yeah. movie? I'm my own man. I'm not yeah. chasing Jordan's ghost. Yeah, blah, I'm not, blah, blah. You know, I'm the best of all time. Well, if my you're not last chasing finals Jordan. performance clinched it. Uh, hey, by the way, will you guys let me do another version of Space Jam? It's like uh. you know, it's like if I tried to be in a you know replace Bill Murray in Caddyshack like sure. I'm not trying to be Bill Murray I'm my own man no. you know it's like I'm well, Mac you're, you're playing his character right. in Space Jam exactly that's a good really good point uh, also might be why you know some of the people in Hong Kong burned his jerseys and smashed his pictures you know, and all I, that kind of thing it, it seems like over the last about five years the more things this guy says and does I've become less and less of a fan of his well uh, I, I just I just that's just me one you know, of the, one I'm of not, not talking about him as a player. He does things on a basketball floor I've never seen before in my life. Well, but. one of the things that stuck struck out or that, that sticks out to me that makes me think this guy makes shit up. Clay Travis point. He was about the only dude nationally that I was hearing pointing this out. You remember was it Clay's last a man, year? bro? Was He'll it tell last you. year or two years ago? I know where you're going, and sure, I almost brought this up. Pretty myself. sure it was last year when they were on a road trip. It had to be last year because he played for the Lakers. When they're on a road trip and they claim that someone spray painted, spray painted uh, race, racial racist slurs stuff on, on his, his garage, garage door. door, but nobody was ever caught. There were no pictures of it because uh-uh. wouldn't that be the first thing you do if you sure. live there? Or you're one of his guys living there, like picture. Somebody would have got a picture of this. No one ever saw it ever. Went Cops away. Never saw it. Nobody ever saw it. Yeah. No picture leaked. Stunk of hey, let's make some stuff up to get some right, you know, and 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 then it get just some, went away. Get some pub because the Lakers stink. And this of course, year. the media never pressed him on it, like hey, whatever happened with that? Like no one ever pressed him on it ever. Oh, okay. I'm not going to one-up your story. I'm just going to add to this theme. And then tell me something, Mac. Did you ever, back in the day, see videos of, like, uh, Shaquille O'Neal or David Robinson or Michael Jordan going out during his kids' travel AAU games and dunking in warm-ups? And then his kid makes a bucket, a big bucket in the game, and LeBron runs out onto the floor in the middle of the game, out on the floor. It's like... Dude, get off the floor. Like, you and I couldn't do that. On one hand, I agree with you. On the other hand, hey, it's good that he's at his kid's game. You know no, 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 no. I'm not, I'm not, hey. Which I, I did I, get to watch his kid play a couple years ago. Apparently, pretty good. He, he's lucky enough to be financially fit enough to, and he flies his son's, yeah, his son's a good-looking player. Yeah. Flies his son's AAU teams and all those other kids, you know, get to enjoy that. And that's great. I'm all for that. But when... When you get to the facility, to the gym, 
I just don't understand why he's out in warm-ups throwing the ball off the backboard and dunking it. And, no, and, and, I, I, I've and, seen a couple. Have you seen the video where he ran out on the floor during the game? No, but I've seen a couple pros at some of those AU tournaments, and they are trying to be as inconspicuous as, as possible. Like, yes, like they don't even want you and to Mac, recognize him. When I say he ran out on the floor, you know. I don't mean like he took three steps this way to high five a couple of his buddies. No, he ran 20 feet down the right sideline, not on the floor. Yeah. It, it was just like, dude. I don't know. Maybe his wife yelled at him and was like, you just don't show When you're him. here, you don't even <laughs> cheer for him. I don't know. I, I just I get to the point I'm kind of over that guy. Yeah. So, well, we're going to hear a lot more about him because they're playing preseason right now. So, uh, well, but you know what else that means? College basketball so coming We're up, just going to touch on it. It's we're going to have up. a big college basketball uh Preseason show, which we'll talk about a lot of different things. We're both big college basketball fans. I um, thought you were going to say the XFL because, you know, no. <laughs> I'm saving hey, that have, for a special they, case. They oh, had a draft. Okay, so they did have their draft. Yeah. And did you see – you had to see where T. Gray Our Scales. boy T. Gray Scales. But he, the dude led the Big Ten in tackles. Yeah. How is he, like, in the ninth round of the XFL? I'm not yeah. understanding this. I saw he went the ninth is he round. The, is I'm he like, the worst person in the world in interviews or something? I, I or wonder what? if like, – maybe does that have something – to do with uh, like so they can pay him less, not pay him as much. I don't know. No, I, don't, I don't get it. You go get the player, but I'm I mean, surprised he was, he's done on. He the just NFL barely, team. just barely didn't make the Steelers roster. And he goes in the ninth round, and he's only like 24, 25 years old. Yeah, I, I don't get it. But the, the now the XFL, I am kind of, uh, I don't know. I, I'm I'm kind of looking forward to it because I think Jim McMahon knows how to put on a show. Um, and so that'll be pretty cool. But It's uh, Vince McMahon, actually. Or Vince McMahon. What did I say? Jim McMahon? Super Bowl shuffle, man. What did I say? But it, the, the you thing, can say Jim. Because the reality is, are you really that excited to watch? Right. La- I mean. Landry Jones is one of the biggest names of the sure, quarterbacks. Uh, and they, they already know. said they didn't want anything to do with Antonio Brown. So You know, Philip Walker, Luis Perez, some guy I never heard of, Matt McGloin that played for the Raiders when right. they were down nine quarterbacks that played year. Played for the Penn State, I believe. Yeah, yeah, but, you know, there's none of these guys. Aaron Murray, uh, Jordan, Tamu, Brandon Silvers. These are all uh, the quarterback, like the top quarterbacks taken in the XFL. Really? So, so even though when football's over, you're like, man, I want wish football was still going. I'll probably watch it, but at the same time, these are your marquee players. Yeah. And so it's, eh, you know, I don't know. But, but I, I, you know, give it a chance. Let's see what the product on the field looks like. Because the reality is the sport you just talked about, college basketball, will be in full swing. And uh, uh, so, you know. Just, you know so Hoosiers, it, our Hoosiers had Hoosier hysteria a couple uh, weeks ago. Yeah. Uh, but, I mean, in February when that starts, college basketball is going to be just, you know, in a blaze yeah. of fire oh, at that yeah. point during the season. That's so, when it all gets really good. We might pay attention to it, but uh, probably, probably but not a ton. Folks, so. all your – Favorite college basketball teams are they're in the gyms grinding it, working at it, practicing right now. Oh, one thing I wanted to bring up before we go. Um, so this is um, pretty close to you and what you've done in the past, things like that. Sure. So I read today where this lady, uh, Leanne Walker, 
was playing at the uh, senior LPGA event in oh, one yeah. French Lick, Indiana. Oh, no. I know where you're going. I and heard she, about this. Uh, she took 58 penalty strokes in two Forgot rounds. Forgot about a rule. <laughs> yeah. Well, she hadn't played in right. 10 years. She hadn't or played in a while. And Caddy is no which, longer. If you guys didn't know, Wiley and Mac show is your home for LPGA uh, reports. All your but, LPGA, especially the senior LPGA. But this was a story where it's like, what? Caddy is no longer allowed to stand behind the player when and you've, she putts. you've caddied that event, am I correct? Yeah, the last three years in a row. Yeah, uh, so she gets 58 strokes and because she gave them to herself. Like, the, Yeah, the, well, it was a rule she wasn't aware of, and then... I guess. Well, they said the first day she didn't know it, and her partners never pointed it out. The second day, her partners did point it out. But by the time she did, she started recounting all the holes oh, yeah. where the caddy stood behind. <laughs> Talk about honest, but I just thought I'd bring that up since it happened at French Lake. Man, so I saw. I it's got to be that. some sort of record for somebody to have yeah. 58 penalties. Oh, wow. Out, but, uh, oh, wow. Talk about being honest. So. <laughs> uh, definitely, I guess, unless you got anything else, we can end it on a LPGA note. Uh, what do you oh, got to love him, ladies. Believe it or not, they're actually still pretty good. You ought to see them play. Um, I'm sure they're better than we are. I'm just uh, happy, glad we got back in the studio, man. It had been a while. Uh, fans were itching for some more Wiley Max show. And uh, Yeah, next week i got to go to Chi-Town. Um, we might be able to fit it in uh, before I go up. We'll have to, we'll have to see in the schedule. It's, it's only – Two nights, so it shouldn't be that bad. Three days, two nights up in Chicago there. So, but we uh, we are definitely going to have some good shows coming up. The NFL season, college football, all going to get really interesting. We should do weeks. another hierarchy here soon too, because yeah. teams are kind of trading sure. places and whatnot, you know. So, uh, mid-season power rankings. Yeah, because I mean, you know, a lot of these teams, like I said, are kind of showing who they are, and we'll definitely find out more after this weekend with Absolutely. some of these things going on. But uh, that's about it, man. Unless I'm you excited. I'm else. excited. I'm super excited for the next few weeks, man. We got all kinds of good stuff going on in football and college basketball. My true love starts up soon. Uh, so, you know. Um, if you at, don't like IU, don't listen to the show. I'm just kidding. You can listen. But, uh, you know. Well, here's the deal. If the Colts get beat by the Texans, we're not coming back on. We're done. Potentially. <laughs> no, that, might, that might be a deal the, breaker. No, we should come on. If they beat them, we should come on at like 4.05 after they win. Just Absolutely. Just celebrate and throw it in Texans fans' faces. We should. But, uh, when T.Y. torches them for 200 yards and three touchdowns. So that's about it. At Wiley Max Show on Twitter. Wiley Max Show uh, at gmail.com is the address. Give us a shout. Live from the Powerline Lounge, you have listened to another episode of the Wiley and Mac Show, part of the Brown Station Sports Station. Thanks a lot, guys. Peace.
Where do we go now? Where do we go?